We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. All right, here we go on a night when the Knicks are looking for their third in a row, looking for a game over 500. They go into Detroit against the worst team in the East and handle business. Led by Julius, the all-star, who was in his bag once again. Broadway Barrett, who is in his bully bag once again. An outstanding defense from beginning to end, led by Nerlens Noel. The Knicks going to Detroit and make quick work out of the Pistons. 109 to 90. 18-17 on the campaign. Fourth place in the East. Let's get this W, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss. JL's in the building. Fourth place in the East, baby. Let's go. Hit that thumbs up button. Soul possession of fourth place. One game over 500. Got to be proud of the effort, man. Yes, it was the Pistons, but you know what? They came in. They handled business. They did what they had to do, and they walked out of there. They they came in late. Got in late from last night's game. Back to back. Mm-hmm. And got the W, JL. So what do you think about tonight's win, man? I was just checking for a, a few things in this game, man. Like, it's a back-to-back, so you're checking to see if there's going to be any letdown, if there's going to be any, any pedal off the gas. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. didn't really shoot well to start, but the defense uh, kind of kept us in the game. And also something unexpected, the three-point shooting. You, you hit yeah. five yeah. three-pointers in the first quarter, even though we weren't really shooting well, and that carried us through the game. And just the defense overall, all four quarters, was pretty solid, especially uh, that our second unit defense. Um, even though the second unit was has problems scoring, the defense from those guys really um was solid and throughout this game. So, yeah, man, the, the Knicks did what they had to do, and also Julius Randle is an All Star still. Uh, he is he's made it look easy. That's he just right. makes it look like I'm just here. I'm just waiting for everybody to get theirs because I know I'm getting mine eventually. Yeah. And when I do, y'all can't stop me. And that's what he did tonight. He just picked his spots. 
and took over the game in the third quarter, and the Knicks come away with the win. Ash, what do you think about tonight's win? Yeah, listen, you, you mentioned that these are the Pistons, but when you're playing games like this, when you come in late, it really can go either way. You mentioned, you know, the Knicks got in late from New York into Detroit, and you can go ahead and let your exhaustion get the best of you, and the Knicks did not do that. We started off a little lethargic. Our offense was not clicking. First half, shooting 35%, which is abysmal. But, you know, defense always travels with you, and that is something that I always preach. When your offense doesn't click, your defense can always be played, and defense is what kept them in the game in that first half and kept it from running away from them because even with, you know, shooting and the offense not being great, they still led by 12 going in, you know, to halftime. So it just shows that defense is such an important part of the game and something that Tibbs really preaches to this team. And then offense just, you know, set the roof on fire in the second half and, you know, it was over before, you know, the Pistons had any chance to go ahead and fight back. But this is, you know, the perfect, perfect example of playing both sides of the ball, doing what you know how to do until the other aspect of that game starts to click in and all the gears start moving and shaking and you pull out a win that's supposed to be an easy one. And listen, winning on the road is hard, especially, you know, like we said, yeah. when you don't have the adequate amount of sleep and rest in between. But the Knicks show the New York grits, as I call them, show that they are here to stay. So listen. Let's go. Fourth place, let's go. And you mentioned defense. My man Nerlens Noel was in his Matumbo bag tonight. He was sending everything away. Three block shots. You know, there's times in these games where we definitely miss Mitch, but uh, Noel was aggressive out there in that defense, protecting the rim, and he was sending everything back tonight. I loved his energy. He definitely set the tone. Julius, you know what? Even though he, he finished this game with 25-8, and eight, a typical all-star night for Julius, it's once again on the defensive end where I thought he shined again. He, he took on mm-hmm. Sabonis yeah. head-on last night, and tonight he went at Jeremy Grant, a, a guy that who I believe should be in the running for most improved. And he went That's at good. Jeremy Grant, he went at Plumlee on the defensive end, and really yeah. just tried to set this tone for this team, man. So you, you got to give Julius some credit. And, and like you said, JLs, he, he's just been in his mellow bag, man. Offensively, he's just getting any shot off he wants. He's mixing up the arsenal. Three-point range once again. I think he was in his bag tonight. What he finished with from downtown tonight. Uh, three for six. Yeah, three, three for, for six, six from downtown for Julius tonight. Mm-hmm. Ten of 18 overall, six dimes. I mean, winning plays yeah. on both ends. Give the guy credit, man. Well-earned trip to, to Atlanta for this All-Star game. Also, if you notice, especially when, you know, offense wasn't really clicking for him, he was just great being kind of the floor general and yep. getting everybody involved, getting everybody touches. And I think that also was a big difference maker because had the game been solely on Randall's back and he wasn't, you know, out there facilitating, Offense wasn't really his strong suit in that first half. It didn't really start to kind of get some mo- movement and momentum to it in this, until the second half. So had it not been him just out there realizing that right now he doesn't have it, but let me get the rest of the team involved, this game could have gone differently. And that just goes to show just, you know, how Julius Randle has started to become, you know, form into the player, the all-star player that yeah. we're seeing. And I'm just, you know, I'm happy for it. I'm just, I'm yeah. just excited this is the moment we're in. Yeah, he's growing into his role. That's, that's, that's his, he's growing. Like, we're watching him get better as the season goes on. Yeah. So he's picking his spots more. Even, like, little things like the chemistry between him and Reggie Bullock. I, like, there's little things that they, they're doing right now yeah. that they weren't even doing a few weeks ago. two-man game is popping off right now. Yeah, like, before I, – I, 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 I noticed that before, you know, Reggie Bullock used to sit in one spot by the three-point line and those passes get picked off. But now Reggie's moving to, like, the open spots and – 
and Julius Randle is leading them there with these passes. Yeah. So the chemistry yeah. between these guys, just the, the repetitions of playing together is just forming before our eyes, and he's just getting better at reading the game, um, conserving energy, playing offense, playing, playing defense, man. It's well-deserved. Like, it's, it's crazy starting how much he's over the season, man. De- definitely starting to show, and, and we talked about Bullock on last night's show. We said, hey, Bullock, you got to pull it. You got to pull it, man, and Bullock was in his bag. He was very active tonight. Three of five from the field, but three for three from downtown. All three of his points came from th- came from the three-point line. Knicks, another night, 50% from three. They shot yeah. 50% tonight at uh 13 and 26 last night they go 12 to 24 against the pacers and thursday night as they go 19 to 36 52 percent against the kings this team is now 13th in the league in yeah. three-point percentage um still at the bottom in, in terms of attempts and made but there's it's starting to be more efficient at the three and and that certainly helped us especially in this game oh definitely i mean look at rj <clears throat> look look at my yeah. boy rj Yep. I know everybody, you know, was hard on RJ for those missed free throws the other night, whatever. Look at the way he bounces back. I mean, I listen, JLS, you don't even know. They were coming for my boy. Heather. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they were coming at him. They were coming at him. And ignoring everything yesterday? else. They were coming at him yesterday? Yes. For the missed what? free throws. People, some people were really <laughs> agitated at the missed free throws. You know yeah. what I mean? But, but RJ was solid again tonight, man. Listen, solid, solid, solid. I'm not going to recap the game. Solid, yeah, solid. Bad. I'm sorry. And I it, you know what? I also found it really interesting that the Knicks, you know, don't have a team captain per se. And I'm all for Julius Randle being this team's team captain. I think he is the leader of this team. I think he's the heartbeat of this team. He is the Batman to this team. I'd say RJ Barrett is his Robin. And if we're going to go ahead and select a team captain, it's got to be the all-star. That's for sure. Yeah, Julius, he's got to be the all-star. We'll, we'll see what, where Tibbs goes there. I know at the beginning of the season, they hadn't named him yet. I, I was inquiring as well. They hadn't named one. Clyde was on the telecast talking about how important it was. But I think I mean, this team follows behind Julius's lead, no doubt about it. So whether he's named it officially or not, they, they know who the guy is on this team right now, at least. Yeah, that doesn't matter to me. That so yeah. to me, that's just, just that's just like we're for show. Facts. Like if you're in the locker room, the guys who who rally around you, the guys who listen to you, like they know internally who the leaders are without having like an, an announcement. Like I don't think it's that important. Yeah, this. <laughs> I, I agree. But on the RJ topic, man, back to RJ, man. Another efficient night, another bounce back night. Eight of thirteen from the field, twenty one points, five boards, three dimes, three of three from the from the free throw line. I liked RJ's arsenal tonight, man. He mixed it up. He was in his bully bag early, getting to the getting to the to the paint and just executing that will. He was in his mid range game as well, hitting those free throw line extended jumpers and then the threes. Hit another two threes tonight. I loved RJ's energy on both ends. They had no answer for him. And uh in, in that first quarter, that third quarter, he really led the way along with Julius, man. So so Wait great game by RJ. Wait a second. Yeah. The chat is calling cat that nobody was coming at RJ for those missed free throws. Was I reading a different chat? CP, you were here too. Am I making this up? Or was nah, nah. people people, people were nervous that he missed those two free throws last night. That's for sure. Coming at me, sure. Sure. Whether on, on Twitter, you know, whether on Twitter in the chat, people were a little bit nervous that he missed those two free throws last night. But it happens. You know, it, it happens. Yeah. It happens. And he bounced could, back I today. Out, I could three call out three. the names because I do remember them, but I'm gonna keep that to myself. Okay? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it to myself. Okay? Good, right. good, good game by RJ as well, man. Um, on the bench. 
you know, we needed that bench scoring tonight because we didn't know w- how Tibbs was going to go with the rotations. He ended up going nine, not even 10 deep. So, so much for 10 deep, he goes nine. But Burks set the tone early off the bench. Finished with 16.7-13 from the field, 2-5 of five from downtown. I thought Burks' activity with that second unit was, was really good and uh, helped, you know, maintain that lead. Yeah, I mean, with Derek Rose into the starting lineup, it it bring it gives Burks more of an opportunity to um, handle the ball more and take more shots, and and he's taking advantage of it. I'm starting to see the Burks that we saw earlier in the year when he's just more efficient, more I'm mean, hitting the shots more, and we definitely needed today because you know quickly didn't have it in his first half. Yeah. So like when quickly doesn't have it in the first half, um, who do you turn to right now? And right now this is is Burks. So. It's like Burks and Quickly is really leading the scoring on that second unit right now. So hopefully he can keep this up. And if he does, then I feel like our, our second unit can be solid um, throughout. You know? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, you know, D. Rose, you know, going up against uh, uh, DSJ. Shouldn't have been an issue for him tonight. Certainly wasn't. 14 points, five dimes, six of 14 from the field. So uh, two or three from downtown. I thought D. Rose did well. And, uh, you know, got the offense going. So, listen, man, they they took care of business. This wasn't a struggle for them at all. They went in, they did what they had to do. Uh, Pluses across the board in terms of the Mm plus-minus column for basically everybody. Burks was a minus two for some reason. But uh, (laughs) basically for the starting five, I mean, pluses across the board, man. This this was a statement victory, and they they got it done, 109 to 90. Easy breezy, man. That's what we needed. (laughs) Easy breezy, man. It's still funny that he went nine deep, man, after a back-to-back. He I goes could, nine deep and what? still has R.J., uh, uh, Randall, and Derrick Rose finishing the game down there. I'm like, yo, Tibbs, there's a minute left. Take them out. <laughs> I know. Take them That's out. It, Take I them get out. it. You're scared. You're competitive. No, you don't care how big your lead is. You're going to play this game. Man. <laughs> I was stressed. With a, with a, with a big game against the Spurs on Tuesday, I'm like, let's get a little rest. Let's get a little rest. Like, he doesn't even care. But did anybody else hear Tibbs yelling at Obi? Oh, nonstop. Nonstop. You could hear Tibbs from a mile away, man. Nonstop. Tibbs was not having it. Yeah. Like, he yeah. was not having it. I yeah. felt bad for Obi, man. Yeah. He, was getting, he was getting the wrath of Tibbs. That was not fun. Yeah, we, we did get to see Obi in a small ball lineup with, with Randall. Uh, yeah. Randall playing the five, Obi playing the four. They they once had uh, IQ and, and RJ with Burks and, and Obi and Barrett out there. You know, he was decent. They they still had him playing that role in, in the corner, trying to space it for Randall. Still got his four points off. And, and um, yeah, you know, Obi was decent tonight. That, that's all I could really say about his game tonight. Yeah, they need more time together. They look clunky to me, to, to be honest. Yeah, too. Like yeah. it looked like they haven't played together before. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. They they have to continue to to do that and see if they can build some chemistry and see how they coexist. No doubt mm-hmm. about it. So get you know get get the lumps out early. Get the mm-hmm. lumps out early, man. Yeah, you're gonna need that later down the line, man. Like if we're talking about playoffs, we're fourth in the East right now. We're gonna need some more reps from Ovi and some of these bench players later down the line. So hopefully we're able to get some more reps in as the season progresses. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I'm going to hear Tibbs' voice saying, Obi! <laughs> in my head tonight when I go to sleep. Uh, yeah, you can hear it all night, man. You, you can, can literally, literally hear, it, all hear it. It was all night. Yeah. It was, Obi! Obi! <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible, man. And, uh, again, overall, back to this team defense, um, yeah, it was the Pistons, but I thought the Knicks' intensity on the defensive end coming off a of back-to-back was very noticeable and very right. evident. Uh, last night, they had um, 10 steals last night, 9 tonight. 
So once again, being opportunistic, you know, it's, it's not a very aggressive defense, but nah. they, they these past two nights they've been very aggressive and getting after it. And I thought Noel did a great job again setting that tone. Randall as well, Derrick Rose as well, and mm-hmm. so uh, Noel three steals to go with the three blocks and eleven boards. So that he did a great job tonight, man. And then forty minutes again for Noel tonight. So. That, that was a great job, man. Excellent performance by Nerlens Noel, filling in for Mitch. And, uh, yeah, man, what you guys think in the chat? Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP, Ashley Moss, JL, Elsa, Nick Time Show in the building. Knicks get the W, 109-90 to 90 over the Pistons. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. We're going to do a giveaway tonight. Let's, let's, do, uh, let's do another giveaway, man. So here's what we'll do. For the people... For tonight's winner, right, and the and the and the, the giveaways going on in the chat right now, we'll do we'll give away a Scully for anyone who who's in that that time zone. You know, if you're in the East time zone or, or up north, and you need one of these to stay warm. This is nice, man. This is a nice uh, palm beanie here with Nick's on the side. Adidas, brand new. Salute to my guy Shells for for donating. And right. then if not, you'll get your pick, man. You get the Scully or the Snapback. This is a brand new, new era. No Fulton Street knockoff. No Jamaica Avenue knockoff. <laughs> brand new with the tags. You know what I mean? It's no Canal Street fugaziness. Brand new. This is what we do. Uh, fresh. So, yeah, fill it out, and uh, we'll, we'll draw the winners at the end of the show. And we'll see who got lucky this time. All right? 18 and 17 on the campaign. Let's go. Over, over 500. Fourth place Man. in the East. Let's go. Fisdale could never. Everybody's got to win. <laughs> Fisdale could never, man. Fisdale could never. That's a, that's for damn sure, Jails. Let me salute some super chats before we get to the phone. Salute to um. Salute to oh, I can't see this name here. Salute to Ian Clark. Salute to Ninja Team. Salute to Andrew Bielitz. He says your hashtag nine god hashtag. 500, but what he should have said was over 500. Because over 500. 18 and 17, Andrew. We are a winning team. We're one up on the column. Correction. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> Steve Verner says uh, Noel is turning into the Haitian Matumbo. That's a fact, man. Noel mm. was in his bag for sure. Like yeah. I say, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Salute to all the Haitians in there. Absolutely. Star through hoops says the starting five is much easier on the eyes without Elf. The ball movement and game flow is it's much yeah. much better, as you said. Yo, Hashtag Andrew. Elf on the show. I smell situations yeah. on the horizon. <laughs> I, I mean, smell situational it's, it's, minutes it's evident, coming. Man. It's evident. <laughs> it is absolutely evident. So I appreciate that. I can't see who this person was that uh that said the super chat having a glitch in the in the studio here, but as he said, Time to max Julius, I think we've seen enough. Looking like a young Pat out there with range. Listen, man. But we told you so. At at this point, I'm I'm just gonna say it. It might be stupid to let Julius walk out the building. I'm just saying. No, they're not. They're not gonna. I'm not even talking about this season. I'm talking about even next season. That might be a dumb decision. I don't. I I don't. I don't see it happening, bro. I agree. Yeah, I don't see it happening. And hey, it is what it is, man. He's 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 playing lights out. So you, you keep him. You definitely keep them. All right, here we go. Let's get to the phones here from the people tonight. Benji's up first. How you doing, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, obviously, great win. Feeling amazing. Uh, just want to kind of share some interesting stats. So, entering the game, uh, Randall had made um, the same amount of threes last year as he did this year, except he's taken 77 fewer threes this year. Mm-hmm. Pretty remarkable. Um, and he was three for six tonight, so his three-point percentage only went up. Um, also, 
the last three games, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we're shooting over 50% from three. Yeah. So despite being known as one of the worst three-point shooting teams in terms of takes and makes, mm-hmm. um, our, we're actually getting up there in terms of percentage. I think we'll be over 37% as a team. Um, so we're, we're, we're starting to sort of be, be, be a little bit more respectable from a three-point line. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously what you guys were saying earlier, Noel has been – absolutely amazing um we haven't really missed a beat with mitch out um that being said one guy that i'm semi-intrigued about if we can just add depth uh in terms of just knowing that noel may miss some games and and taj you know could be could be injured from time to time uh what do you guys think about pj tucker i know he's been absolute unadulterated bum juice this year but yeah um i think he had one point tonight but He's a veteran guy, plays defense, knows his role, can spread the floor a little bit. Um, what do you guys think about P.J. Tucker? Well, who are you, who are you, who are you trading? Who are, who are you trading for him? Who would you trade for him? I mean, if we can give up, uh, you know, Austin Rivers or, you know, Knox and, uh, you know, just anything that doesn't hurt our rotation players, I, I, I would be willing to give up. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, I, 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 you know, P.J. Tucker would certainly bring a nice uh, – Dimension to the defense, even though our defense is right up there in the league still, man. I'm not so sure he's the missing piece. We need shooters, man. Give me some more yeah. consistent shooting out there. Uh, another big for maybe some depth. You know, Tucker would be nice, but I'm not so I, – I think we need the shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I the same. Like, I, I, I don't know because, you know, he, he can shoot. He, he can. He's, 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 he's still rock capable. He's with the Rockets, so I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Like, is he just having a down year this year because of their situation? You know, like it, it's one of those. It's one of those things. Same with JJ Redick, man. Yeah. JJ Redick not shooting well this year, and he hasn't he's bounced back to, yet. Yeah, and he hasn't bounced back. So you start to wonder: Does he have? Um, is he having a down year as well because of his situation? It, it's tricky right now because our chemistry is coming together, and I know we need shooting, but it's it's weird. It's it's tricky to bring in a guy on a down year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then try to implement him into the lineup with guys who are starting to get game chemistry with one another and, and expect him to like make a difference unless it's like an injury. It's, it's weird. It's, it's a delicate situation, man. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree mean, with you, man. I think PJ Tucker has a dope sneaker collection. But <laughs> I think it's kind of where my opinion just ends. Like, I just feel like he doesn't bring anything to the team. We don't need him. I don't think he's going to make the team better. I think defensively is not our issue. We need shooters. I yeah. think Tucker can shoot. Will he be able to shoot on the Knicks? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, it's hard. Like, you know, Jayla uh, you know, just said, bring somebody in on a down year is hard because you don't really know if it's just a bad season. You don't know if he could trust it. Yeah, this is just really the direction his career is headed. And is that a gamble you want to take? So, and I don't know if you're going to get – you know, P.J. Tucker for Knox and Austin Rivers. I just don't think that would happen. No. So in order to get him, what would you have to give up? And what you have to give up is not worth a P.J. Tucker. That's just, at least at this point in his career. I, just don't I, I don't think, the way he's playing, I don't think you want to give up anything substantial or, or anything of value. None of your young players, not for a guy that is, you know, what is he going to get you, an extra win here and there? I, I, you know, he's, he's nah, that's, that's not it. To me, that that's not the move. Is like, do you, is he is going to take Reggie Bullock's role? Right. He's not. He's not going to take. Um, he's not taking. Um, why am I going blank right now? Alec Burks. Burks role. No. He's not taking Burks' role because Burks is too too versatile to have him be slot somewhere else. Right. So it's like I don't know. 
Yeah. You give him Frank Frank's role. I don't like. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not with it. I'm not with it. What do you guys think in the chat, man? Leave us a comment. Let me know what you think. Uh, Jay from East New York, up next. Jay, how you feeling? C P J Ellis. Ashley, we are in the fourth seed. The New York Knicks giving <laughs> up for the guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> My boy RJ hitting them threes. He's putting in that work. Another big game from Julius. I'm just happy, man. What a time to be a Knicks fan, man. Go ahead. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, man. It, right. Listen, it's uh, what they say. It took us our 60th game to get to 18 last year. Yeah. We now 35 in. Tibbs, coach of Tibbs, the year. Tibbs, man. Coach of the year, Tibbs, coach man. Of the year. 11, 11 best coaching record in the NBA, Tibbs. Yeah. Tibbs yeah. makes every team better wherever he goes. And there's no different when he came to the Knicks, man. He did it for the Timberwolves, did it for every team. So why not us, damn it? That's <laughs> why a fact. Why not us, damn it? Hashtag why not us. Hashtag why not us, man. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's, uh, it's remarkable, man, because Vegas had us at – 22. I think I had a, I had us at 26. You know, keep it real. I had us at 26. And this team is surpassing expectations far and beyond. There's no doubt about it. I had us at 30, so. You did? I did. I'll have to verify that. I'll have to verify. I did. I had us we'll at 30. So. I'll have to verify that, Ash. I, I didn't say it on the show. I said it on my show. <laughs> I think I copped out. I think I gave, like, an answer, like, 26 to 30. Yeah, I gave 26. <laughs> I gave 26. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I said 30. Was yeah. Yeah. I gave, I think I gave it right. Because in my mind, I'm just, I'm like, it may, I just said this, too. In my mind, I'm like, all right, Mike Miller performed better than Fisdale. Mike Miller had us on a 30-win pace in that short season. If he, you know, so I'm thinking Tibbs is better than Mike Miller. So we should at least have more wins than Mike Miller. That was my rationale about it. Yeah. But yeah. then I would just, I just had PTSD to commit. Like, I was just like, man, something always goes wrong. It's not, but it's happening. Well, I it's mean, happening. a lot of, a lot of times it's, it's not likely for you to take a huge, huge jump in wins from year over year. Yeah, usually you take, like, incremental from time to time as you go. But, I mean, and we'll see where they end up. But obviously right. you, you got to figure that they should hit. Some, some should of the people in this chat, though, are capping because – Fat Boy with Kick said he had them at, I said 43. Come on. He said 43? 43? He said He knows he's not playing 82 games this season. Fat Boy, <laughs> Fat Boy <laughs> with Kick said 43. 823 Crips said 41. Anybody over 30 was cap, is capping right now because I don't think anybody had us past winning 30. And that was I think we, that was we, like we did have some call and jump out the window with like 40s, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, we, we, had, we had some of those. We, we definitely had some of those for sure. Did they know that we had a shortened season though? Yeah, some people are saying yeah. it. I called 35 yeah. to 40. Someone said 33. I had yeah, I see that. Yeah, Gene Cheriel says 35 to 40 is what they said. I yeah. said max was going to be 30. That was my max. Yeah. So that left room for error. But 41, that's that's space. I respect that. That's a fact. Right. That That is a fact. Um, some more Super Chats coming in. Salute to the Rhyme Animal, Chuck D. Everybody throw a hashtag P.E. in the chat if you're a Public Enemy fan, Chuck D. fan. He says, 35 games, New York grits, like Ash says. Also agree, Captain is a Knicks institution. It's important, so symbolic. I don't drink, but I'm breaking out the chocolate milk, <laughs> risking the lactose. Julius the Nick Messiah, <laughs> our God, reminded me of Willis Clyde in second year on the Red, Red Holzman. 
And shout out to Jay Boogie who gave him the, the Julius and the Black Messiah reference yesterday, JL. So you missed you missed the classic Jay Boogie uh sermon last uh, night for sure. Oh, that's why someone hit me talking about make a Julius Randall Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> he sent some positive juju to the the guy who backed a really in Judas and Black Messiah because he won a Golden Globe today. Oh, he so, did. Uh, all right, up. all right, no doubt. What's up? That old positive vibes, man. But appreciate you, Chuck. Fifty dollars super chat, man. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's good to see these guys bouncing back. Uh, Omega Supreme says, missed the game tonight, but happy we are alone in the fourth spot. He says, Ashley, your Cowboys are trash. And shout out to Chuck D, the Rhyme Animal. No doubt. It's Salute. not even football season. What are we talking about? <laughs> this is I, hey, about the hey, they, they paid for the comment. I got to read it, but I agree with the guy. I agree with him. <laughs> I, I agree with him. You know, man, that was a, that was a shot. Yeah, that was great. See if he started that comment. I don't even know if he can have that function. I, started, I, mean, I know he started. <laughs> let's, let's hear from Angel from Philly. Angel, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, CP? How you doing? Hey, Ashley. Hey. Hi. What's going on, bro? How you feeling, bro? Hey, listen. I'm doing good, bro. Yeah, I'm um, listening. Jails, to, it's really a good time right now. I'm just so happy that the Knicks are winning right now. And uh, before I get to my point, CP, I definitely ordered that hat. So I definitely got to show love, man. And I'm letting you know I'm holding it down from Philly. No doubt. Hold and it I down, actually, bro. actually, I still need the cash app because I still owe you on the Randall trade. But, um, hey, man, as far as the game, I'm just happy that we won. <laughs> you know, um, this team is mentally tough, man. All we need is shooting. And, um, you know, like as far as Randall, obviously he's consistent. You know, how about RJ, bro? I mean, RJ, you know, he missed those two free throws, but, hey, he got right back on, on the next game and said, you know what, I'm going to keep being consistent. And, um, you know, we're looking good right now, bro. But, uh, you know, we're going to have to see what happens because, you know, when you look at the uh, the schedule for the second half, you know, we got a lot of playoff teams, so we're definitely yeah. going to need shooting. But uh, go Knicks, and uh, I'll speak to you guys next time. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, you know what, and, and that's even more important, even more reason why – you got to win these games, you know, even more reason why you got to win these games, these gimmies, so to speak, even though, the, you know, there's no such thing as a gimme in the NBA, but the teams that are, you know, clearly not up to, to, to your level. And they went in, and as he said, with mental toughness, coming off a of back-to-back, coming in late, and, and they were well-prepared, and they executed yeah. and, and took that victory. Yeah, man, to be, you know, to be a... To be a great team, you got to at least take care of the teams you're supposed to take care of. There can't be any letdown games. You know? And when you lose to these bad teams, that's what, that's what you call mediocre. But if we're trying to ascend to the next level, we have to beat the teams on our level. And we definitely have to smack the teams who are below us. And today we did that. And we have to continue that moving forward to get where we want to get to. Especially considering the second half of this schedule is going to be tough. brutal. Yeah, man. It's going to get tough, man. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Ash. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, you know, after the All-Star break is really when things get real. You know, you're really pushing now to get into those playoffs and get a good position in the playoffs. And with this team, you know, nobody's expecting us to go ahead and win the chip. I don't think any of the fans are expecting that. Um, I think we are, though, hoping that we can go ahead and get in the playoffs in some positioning, just get our feet wet, get those guys the experience needed because the game changes when you're in the postseason. 
you know, things are a little bit different. The refs usually let you play more. The game slows down. It gets a little bit more aggressive, and there's no experience like actually being in it. You can watch the film all you want, but unless you're playing in the playoffs, you don't know what it's like, and that's what we need with this culture that we're building. We want to build a winning culture, and in order to do that, you got to win games, and when you win games, you get rewarded by going to the playoffs and playing those really good teams and playing the teams that are, you know, the favorites to go far, and, you know, whatever you can do in there, all that does is add to your resume, if you will. All that does mm-hmm. is add to the experience that's going to be under your belt. And I just think that when this team really gets that experience, the next season, the following season, we're going to see a whole different team. And that's the kind of trajectory you want. You want to yeah. just keep getting better each season. Yeah. And you do that by competing against some of the best teams in the NBA on the top level. Ho- the top hopefully, level hopefully they can build on it. You know, that's what you could hope for, that they could build on it. Super Chat came in from Legal Center. He said, RJ had a decent game. He's starting to impress me a little bit now. He says, Peyton Hive. Ooh, Legal Center. I don't know if you could go back to the chat tonight, man, because, oof, he's part of the Peyton Hive. Okay, well, we'll see. Part of the Peyton. Oh, now everybody's impressed by, okay. (laughs) I already knew he was going to be back. I already I didn't know there was a Peyton Hive. Okay, all right. Let's see. There's a little small, bit. There's a little bit. There's a little bit. It's a small hive. It's very yeah, small. It's a small hive. It's a small. How many people in the hive? It's like three. It's like three. Yeah, it's like three bees in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, and they let you know in the comments after the show's over too. They let you know, man. Like, yeah. It's like you, know, you guys are disrespecting Peyton. Peyton. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bad boy with kicks is get them likes up. Ass time to activate SimFan TV. Let's get those likes Ooh. up. We got 2,200 people in the chat right now. It doesn't work when you say it. Yeah, I know. And only 774. Ash, go ahead and let me know. Guys, come on. There's over 2,200 people in this chat. We've won three games in a row. Yeah. I need to see more One game like over 500. One game over 500. We're fourth in the playoff seating. Come on now. I need to see more excitement from you guys. I'm not feeling the love. I'm not feeling the energy. I'm not feeling the vibes. I need more from you. Come on. Like, this is all Let's I go. Have to- the snap the snapbacks are riding on it man so let's go make sure you guys are signing up for the giveaway tonight dave make sure you get the uh the form out there let me know when you do so i can pin it to the top of the chat let's get those likes up hit that thumbs up button for your squad and uh yeah back to the phones let's go to some new people man let's go to mississippi brandon is in the building brandon what's going on hey what's up cp what's up jls what's up hey how you doing bro what's going on I'm doing good, man. I just want to say, first of all, I appreciate you guys, what you guys are doing. I mean, I live in Mississippi. Not a lot of Knicks fans here, not a lot of basketball fans here, first of all. It gives me a platform to come out, listen to y'all, listen to some good takes. You know, I should appreciate it a whole lot. Yo, how does a, Miss- how does a Knicks fan end up in Mississippi, man? We got we to gotta hear your story, bro. What's going on? Hear my story? Okay. Uh, I was born here in Mississippi. And, I mean, to be honest, I don't start watching basketball until about, like, 2013. I honestly have no idea how I became a Knicks fan. Maybe it was on 2K. <laughs> I love Carmelo Anthony. I love 2K? Nice. And it, just, and it got me hooked. I've been a fan ever since. I watch every game. Nice. Stay mellow, man. No doubt. No doubt, bro. What you think about tonight's game? Man, t- uh, tonight's game? Tonight's game was great, man. I mean, when RJ makes his threes, his corner three-point shot has got Whenever you whenever used to shoot it, I was like, no, no, no. But now I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he might make it. But, like, yeah. I mean, I'm very positive with the way Nixon Dillon. I mean, I've never been, like, I'm not an emotional person. Like, last night, I was up screaming, yelling at the TV against the Pacers. And never would have happened in the past couple of years. And, I mean, these Knicks, 
the way they play defense. I'm a big NBA junkie, first of all. So I'm yeah. watching the Sacramento and Charlotte game right now. Halftime scores like 70 70. So that just makes me appreciate the Knicks defense a whole lot more than I do. True story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true story. And man. I mean, like, a lot. Obi Toppin, I love Obi Toppin. Like, he has a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, John Collins talk. I mean, I can see that, but I'm not so positive. But I mean, if he comes up big and Miles Bridges type, I mean, I, would, I think that'd be great for us. A rim rolling big that can shoot every now and again, makes a couple plays off the dribble. Yeah, I hope so, man. Appreciate the call, man, and good luck, man. Salute to everybody out in Mississippi. We got Knicks fans all over the place, man. Mississippi checking in. He said he said the Knicks tape squad was his squad, man. 2013, Melo and J.R. Smith. And, that's a good time. Uh, yeah, that's a good time. It was a great time. It was a great yeah, time was to fun. be a Knicks fan. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, no that doubt. also was what a time to be alive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Gideon from Long Island, what's going on, bro? Oh, boy. What's going on, bro? Yo, what's going on? How you guys doing? Um... Great, great win for us. Our defense was locked in. We slowed down Jeremy Grant. Yeah. We, it was supposed to be the Dennis Smith revenge game. He was garbage tonight. Um, our ball movement was great. Our spacing was great. We, we attacked the rack, you know, and uh, and I love the toughness and the grit we have shown. Now we're fourth in the East. All we have to do, San Antonio will be tough, mm-hmm. but who mm-hmm. knows? And then we should beat Detroit at home. And, you know, if this team makes the playoff, especially with the second half of the season, they really earned it. They earned it, yeah. Like, yeah. this team has shown heart and grit throughout the whole year. R.J. Barrett taking the next step. Julius Randle has been fantastic this year. Alec Burke's been consistent as a late. You know, Quigley has been underrated this year. Noel blocking shots. You know, this team has been very tough. And Thibodeau. He's given us, you know, the right game plan for the players to buy in, and that's what we want to see. So, yeah. Uh, agreed, man. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Good good takes. Good takes, Shales. And yeah. I think, I, I think, look, man, if, if this team is going to make it with the schedule that they're looking at in the second half, I think you're going to see, obviously, Julius is going to play his part, but it's going to be RJ, man. RJ yeah. is key to this thing. RJ, I would say Derrick Rose, and you're going to need some consistent scoring off the bench. So between IQ and Burks, they have to deliver on a nightly basis for this team to maintain consistency and get a good playoff spot and, and make it in, make it into the tournament. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Everybody has to fill out their roles. Like we already at this point, we already know what Julius Randle is going to give you. Kind of book it. Like we're going to, he's going to give you around twenty. He's going to give you the pass. He's going to create double teams. He's going to create easy shots for other people. But the other people have to step up and actually make those easy shots. And if this guy's going to be playing forty minutes a game, other people just also got to step step up and make plays. A lot of them take a break. Some take some plays off and hit some clutch shots as well. So all right now, it's all about growth from within, man. I like I know people. Some people might want to get some pieces in here. But right now, the way we're growing within this season is pivotal for us. And yeah. continue growing in that in that direction. That's what I'm with, um, bro. We should, we should be fine. None of these names are, are attractive to me right now. We just heard Oladipo just turned down a two-year, $45 million deal with the Rockets. because mm-hmm. they, and, and what Woe said, he, he, he didn't say there was active interest with the Knicks. He said that he listed the Heat and the Knicks as teams who've had interest, and we knew that. That was nothing yeah, new. Yeah, we already knew that. It's like yeah. old news to recycling. Yeah, you know? it's old mm-hmm. news. But now nah, they, these names just don't excite me, man. These names yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. excite me. I also don't like the fact that reportedly, you know, after the Heat got, went ahead and eliminated the Pacers in the playoffs when they swept them, 
you know, it was reported that Oladipo came up to some of the guys in the Heat and said, you know. Like, I want to play. Did you believe that? I mean, it was confirmed Mm. by some players who won't be named. Mm. That it was said, that it was said in a joking matter. It wasn't meant to be like a serious thing. It was, you know, one of those like, yo, I got to come play with you guys kind of thing. But I think also it just speaks to, you know, a culture thing. And you never want your guys on your team when, you know, things don't go the way that you want them to or you expect them to. You never want that kind of conversation to transpire right after. You know, you get sweat. Maybe down the line, maybe if you run into them in the off season and you guys are kicking it, you know, you know, in Mexico somewhere, you're like, yo, man, I got to come play with you guys because what's happening in here. But you don't want that happening right after, you know, you just yeah. get swept. And yeah. I think with the Knicks, I think one of the things that is so, um, you know, impressive about this team and that I really like is the culture and the chemistry of these guys. I think they really enjoy playing with each other. I think they really respect each other. They seem to have a camaraderie with each other. Yeah. And I think very, you know, you, you can change a lot with a team. You can change who plays what position. You can play, you can change who has what minutes and, you know, who what in the rotations and things like that. But the chemistry of a team is very, very hard to create and it's very, very hard to get back once you lose it. And I think mm. you don't want to mess with the chemistry of this team no. because you finally have a team that is fluid and it works and it clicks and I don't want to do anything that's going to harm it. If it's going to help it, sure, but I don't think something like that's going to help it. I'm with that. I'm with that. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We got breaking news going on in the chat. We have just received a $100 super chat from none other than Lloyd Banks in the building. Everybody throw a G unit in the chat right now to salute Lloyd Banks. We got Chuck D. We got Lloyd Banks. We got two of hip hop's finest in the building. Where else do you get that but Knicks Fan TV? Hit that thumbs up button for your squad in here. Different eras. This is rough. That's a fact. (laughs) That is a fact. That's a fact. Yo, appreciate that, man. Appreciate that, Banks. Always appreciate it. And uh, definitely appreciate the support, man, for sure. 100. Mm -hmm. $100 super chat, man. Appreciate that. And, um, Jails, you were saying something on the, on the Oval Depot topic, or should we go to the phones? Yeah, I mean, my, my only thing is, is just, just, Oval Depot is a good player, right? He's, he, on a good night, he's gonna, he's, right now, he's averaging like 20 points a game, but my biggest trepidation with Oval Depot is he just operates in the same spots that RJ Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of almost a little bit redundant. I feel like it's a redundant piece, man. Yeah. Yeah. And a less durable piece. <laughs> yeah. That I don't like. <laughs> that I don't, I don't like that you got to trade for and then pay. That sounds yeah. like that sounds like the old Knicks. Yeah, but, but also, I mean, if you look at you know history repeats itself, it changes form, but it usually always repeats itself. If you look at the way you know things went down in Indiana, and you even look at the way things are kind of happening in Houston. I mean, who's to say that he's not going to be unhappy? You know, one season with the Knicks and then one out. You know what I mean? Who's yeah. to say that he's not going to change the way that he plays just because things aren't going the way that he wants them to. I mean, you've already kind of seen that in spurts in both situations that he's been in. So, I mean, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, usually it's a duck. So why would you expect it to be anything else, you know? Hashtag the scorpion and the frog. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag the scorpion and the frog, man. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up on your face, squad. CP and the uh, maroon sweater twins. I was not invited to the maroon sweater party. 
Yeah, we sent you the email, dog. CC coordinated by my panelists here. The official colors of the Julius Randall fan club. Oh, Since you joined too late. Yeah, I got jokes. All right. All right. Yeah, I got jokes. Remember, the mute is on my side. I could always mute the mic. Wait, did y'all get. Frank had a bad game today, but these last two games, yeah, did y'all give my boy Frank some love. Oh, yeah. Frank Frank High was, was repping for you last night, bro. Frank Thank you. Yo, shout, shout out to the Frank High because I come, I come on KOT and say, I took bullets on this yeah. man's teeth before, y'all. So yeah. I'm glad that he's getting some love right now. Shout yeah, Frank, 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 Frank Hyde was in there heavy past two nights. Yeah. Um, you know, quiet <laughs> night for him, but but the last two, he was good. And I thought he, he made his, his presence felt on the defensive end. Once again, wasn't heavy on the stat sheet. But when you, even like just being at the Kings game and just watching some of those possessions of him forcing turnovers and you yeah. know, really being aggressive in terms of um, um, preventing Buddy Heald and Fox from getting the ball. And typical Frank, you know, typical yeah. Frank making those glue guy plays. You know, it was good to see him back out there for sure. Yeah, you just forget how much he contributes to the team defense on the end, and not even just, you know, making the plays himself, but making other people make the plays. Like, he yeah. knows how to read his other teammates and get to the open spots and force things to happen on that side of the ball. So I just like that he can just affect the game without scoring. 100%. 100%. All right, let's go uh, back to the phone and say what the people got to say, man. Let's go to Brooklyn. Joseph, what's going on? Hello, y'all can hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, bro. What's going on? How you feeling? Hey, salute CP, <laughs> Ashley, J. Ellis in the chat. Uh, hit that thumbs up for your squad. Um, I just had two quick points. Uh, first one, you know, Alfred Payton being out the lineup, we 3-0. and You get what I'm saying? I'm ready to send him out here. First train <laughs> Message. out here. Message. Get me. And um, second point I want to say is that I just want to know y'all's thoughts on a possible uh, big man that we could get. I heard some news about Carl Anthony Towns or if we could pick up Drummond or Boogie. Um, so yeah, I just want to hear y'all thoughts. Make sure you hit that thumbs up in the chat and uh, salute to y'all. Appreciate you, man. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm not that. That town stuff to me is nonsense to me. Um, I don't see that being a realistic possibility. This trade deadline, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility, but listen, we got Julius. We got our own towns. Yeah, I, we, only, <laughs> we got our own towns, man. So I, I, I look past it. Them type of headlines, man. Honestly, them things don't interest me. They don't interest me whatsoever. And then Drummond, to me, it's a, you're looking for a stopgap. You're not looking for a guy to, to replace Mitch. You're looking for a stopgap. Ron Cleveland had a good one, Jay. I said JaVale McGee. Now, JaVale McGee makes me like, exactly. You want somebody who's kind of filling the roles of the people that we've lost or, or who are injured right now. Yeah. Like guys like Cat, like. Like, they're nice to have long it, – it'll be nice to have a Cat and Julius Randle because you can play off each other, da, da, da. But long term, like, when it's time to pay people and figure out who's who goes where and where to get the money and how to, like, separate, like, how to build a team out, that's when you run into trouble because you have two pl- players who do similar things. Yeah. It, like, it just causes problems down the road and you just be forced to make a decision. So I, I rather – I always keep saying I'd rather put that money elsewhere. If we're yeah. going to make a big move – um, for a big free agent, I'd I rather it be like a wing or a point guard. If, I go get Beal yeah. before I get Towns. Exactly. I go if, yeah. if you're keeping Julius here, I go get Beal before I get Towns. Exactly. Cat is too expensive. Drummond mm-hmm. um, is expensive also, and Drummond just crowds my my floor. He does nothing for my spacing. Um, I think that Boogie, if it was Sacramento Kings Boogie, yeah, but Boogie now in 2021, no. Can't trust it. Uh, can't, can't trust. trust. Why? Why is Houston just let him go just for nothing like that? Can't you can't trust, trust it. Man. No, no. I don't know how 
you don't know how many games you'll get out of him, yeah. okay? He has no hops anymore, so even his offense is suspect. Defensively, yeah, he's a bully in certain aspects, but defensively, it's still very inconsistent. It's just not worth, you know. I'm not going to play him. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the only people, you know, you mentioned um, Javel, that's an option. I mean, I, I just don't think any of the big names that have been mentioned in the media and on Twitter and, you know, the reports, if you, you know, believe those, none of them speak to my heart. Like, none of them just, speak to my heart. It's just not ringing a bell, man. None, none of, it's just not ringing a bell, man. Honestly, I, I just don't see much shaking right now. We'll see. Trade deadline, we, we're closing in on less than a month. So uh, let's yeah. see uh, Let's see what happens. So to everybody in the chat once again. Oscar DeLeon sends a super chat. He says, RJ Barrett, a.k.a. Cloud9. He says, this is a better nickname <clears throat> than Nine God. I'm not sure uh, about that. I'm not sure about that one either. But let's go, okay. next. Let's finish the first half. Sure. Appreciate Oscar. <laughs> Appreciate Oscar, though. Billy Bellin says, I love the trust and chemistry between RJ and Julius. Definitely improved over last year, 100%. We got Junior Karoma, another super chat says, Frank Hive in here. I lost this, I lost this super chat, hang on. He says, Frank Hive, we in here, we in here. <laughs> Goodbye, Elf, and the Max Julius super chat was mine, CP the Don, and salute to my boy CPJ Ellison Ash. Larry Israel says, um, Depot. Ross Beasley should be trade targets. Otherwise, trade Peyton and Rivers for whatever you can get and wait until the offseason. You said Ross? Yeah, Terrence Ross. Ross. Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross. I like, to, I like Terrence I would look at Terrence Ross. That seems like, like a more Terrence cheaper Ross. cheaper alternative. I, I'm, I would do that. Yeah. Ter- Terrence Ross seems like more of a cheaper alternative. I would look at that one. I would, too. Yeah. Rare Edition says, Knicks are on a roll. Julius, the Black Messiah, was part in the sea, and buckets were flowing. Noel had the hammer out. No easy buckets for Detroit. I'm very happy with Noel, man. He's, he's playing like the guy that came on strong yeah. second half of the season last year for the Thunder. Yeah, exactly. He's playing like that right now. And no, Noel has been, been really good these past couple of games in Mitch's absence, man. No joke. No for joke. Sure, we, he went up with some bonus at the end of that, that game last night. Because Julius mm-hmm. caught the, the five fouls, so they didn't want to risk Julius right. fouling out. Smart and, move by and the you coach. know, you know, Noel is he, he's light, he, he's light feet, man. So you know that that's a physical matchup for him in 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 Sabonis. He took that on, and then today he was just throwing everything. Three blocks and three steals for Nerlens Noel today, man. He was excellent. Yeah, man. I just like the fact that you know you're able to block shots and not foul out of games. Like that's yeah. that's. I just like the fact that he's able to do that. And he's also, you know, he's, he's showing that he's in shape. He's been playing back-to-back 40-minute games. Um, and uh, I'm sure, you know, he's earning it, man. He, mm-hmm. He's just he impressed me, man. And he's played he's played in foul trouble multiple games and anchored our defense and still come out the win. He just – he can't catch sometimes, but everything else he's doing right now. <laughs> in fact, defensive end, he's solid, though. Defensive yeah. end, he's solid. RJ caught him for, for a nice one-handed Gotham lob, and that was nice yeah. late in the third quarter, so – um, shout out to Nerlens and Well, man, no doubt about it. Let's go to Dan from New Jersey. Dan, how you feeling? Okay, can y'all hear me? Yo, yo, okay, okay, man, what's going on, bro? How you feeling, bro? Happy Independence Day, man. I'm not sure if you're Dominican, but happy Independence Day, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? got me celebrating yesterday. I was going to call and celebrate with you guys, but you didn't take my call, but here I am. Yeah, no doubt, man. Hey, here you, here you, here you go, bro. Let's go. Ellis Noel, he's been showing up. He repping the island right now. Yeah, that's you facts. Love it. That's facts. That's back facts. Back to back, forty minute games. Like people on Twitter, they really look. They're not looking at the full picture. They're saying, 
oh, Knicks fans are so happy because they're 500. They're a mediocre team. But you got to look at the fact that we got the lowest payroll in the league. And we are up there, fourth place in the East, with all these assets, mm-hmm. all these draft picks. We got all these young guys. We got Julius Randle, an all-star. We going up, baby. We going up. Let's discuss, let's discuss that. Um, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to listen. Thank you, guys. Rip MF Doom. Thank you. Yeah. All right, PMF Doom, man. Great call, Dan. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Listen, yeah. they're doing a lot with a little, JLS, man. This team, yeah. I did not think this team, like I said, I put 26 wins. I did not think this team. First off, you couldn't have seen the, the improvement on the defensive end alone. Forget record, bro. Forget <laughs> record. I did not see this team, even with the defensive coach coming in with Tibbs, being this good on defense. I'm talking about league leading on nah, defense. I did not see that. I did not. No see one that. did. Like the, when, even when they were showing it, everybody yeah. it was it was thinking yeah. coming out. I was like, this nah, isn't real, and this, this is why. And, and then I'm and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> months yeah. into the season, we're still number one. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, all we have to do now is have our offense catching up, and you're looking around, and still yeah. your yeah. offense is starting to catch up too. So yeah. we're looking serious, man. And we have cast space, and we have picks, and we have options. And we have uh, Dallas out, drama on the other side, River. So everything is going right for us. You're looking good right now. Man. Looking All good. I know <laughs> is good. Dallas makes that move to pull to trade KP. I'm pulling out all the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> You're on standby for everybody saying Facts. that for the cancer that destroyed the yeah. unicorn, and we didn't know how to develop talent. And you know the Knicks are this, and it's not KP. It's the Knicks. And now y'all see, we tried to tell you. We tried to tell you. And not only that, not only that, their haul better be better than ours. Because their haul, if they don't get LeBron James back, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. They got to get Bradley Beal. They got to get Bradley Beal. The receipts on standby, Dallas. I'm coming for you. Okay. 100%. 100%. If if you get Victor Oladipo back, then I'm clowning you. All right? (laughs) (laughs) So, to everybody in the chat, once again, let's get those likes up where we at right now. We are at 1176. Listen, we got these snapbacks are going. The snapbacks are going to be given away in 10 minutes. Let's get those likes up. Let's get up to 2,000 likes. Let's break the record and uh, and show some support here. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag. New will shout you guys out. Jay Ellis, you missed uh, Ashley's rendition for Young Simba last night. We Ooh. we had a, we had a, a quick impromptu American Idol star search joint going on. The people in the <laughs> chat they threw their ratings up. You got a little love, Ash. It was it was a, it was across the board. You had some ones. It was a tough crowd. It was a tough you crowd. had some negatives, but you had some fours and fives, Ash. It wasn't it wasn't all that bad. Don't be so hard on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. okay, all right. I mean, did, did Simba like it? I guess that's all that matters. He did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that, it was funny as hell. It was funny as hell, man. So I think was a little off pitch, but I brought it back home. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That that's it, man. Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, Rare Edition sends a super chat. He says, um, "Oh, I read that one." Alan Berman says, "Salute for the squad. Hit that thumbs up for your squad. Good teams win the games they should on paper, and we were on point tonight. Three and zero without Elf. Wonder what Tibbs does when he comes back because Rose helps space the floor early." Where you guys want to go with that, man? Oh, that Rose still helps uh, space the floor early? No, I mean, with Peyton. Where, where do you go, JLS? I think me and Ash had touched on it yesterday, but where do you go? Oh, with Peyton? Oh, Derrick Rose is starting. Like, I've seen, like, start Derrick Rose. Like, listen, 
we lose a little bit on the defensive end slightly. Right. Like we, like we saw that. We saw how McConnell kind of continually blew by him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, the, the the offensive bump is just too much to ignore. Like he, he's more willing to make passes to other people, get other people better. Um, he's able to make that mid range shot. You're speaking to the mic a little bit closer, bro. Oh, my bad. He's able to make that mid-range shot at a more consistent basis, which kind of opens things up. And he's not complete dud from three. Like, he's going to have a night where he hits his threes and space the four from us, and he might have his nights where he's not, but it's going to be more nights than Alfred Payton can give us. So, overall, you you have I feel like at this point, it'll be, it'll be stupid to have Alfred Payton back in the starting lineup. And as I was alluding to before, man, it's a situational situation for Elba Payton right now, man. Yeah, put him Elba in the situation. Put him exactly. in the situation. He's, no officially, <laughs> he's officially in a situation ship <laughs> with Tom Thibodeau. Throw him in a situation. Exactly. <laughs> no offense. No offense man. to Payton. Listen. I prefer to call it an entanglement. Yes, put him in an entanglement with Frank and me, right? <laughs> yeah, situation ship. Oh, man, bring him to the red table. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. Yes, we'll lose a little bit on the defense event but you can't deny how d rose gets this offense together better and has yeah. him and julius are clicking in the one two game that pick and roll pick and pop with julius right. is there all day and night if they want to run it all game if they really wanted to he's exactly. getting rj buckets you know i mean keep it keep it that way man and then if you want to bring in elf if you decide in between elf and frank you know okay some nights let's see where that goes but other than that, stick with D Rose in that lineup, man, and go from there, man. And I think, you know, the thing that Jay Ellis and I were worried about when the conversations of D Rose joining the team and then eventually when he officially joined was that it was going to go ahead and take away from IQ because, you know, he favorited um, Peyton and right. obviously he has an existing relationship with D Rose. And with Peyton kind of being forced out of the equation and now Frank being in the equation, IQ, obviously, his minutes are untouched. You're really starting to see D. Rose, you know, in that element. So it's kind of forced Tibbs to see a different perspective than mm-hmm. I think he would have seen had the situation with Peyton yeah, not happened. Big time. So now that he sees it, I don't think his favoritism with Peyton is going to be enough to save him. And I know people, you know, thought that me and JLs were hard on the whole D. Rose situation. Our only concern was it not hindering IQ's development, which it's clearly not. And, you know, with Peyton, like I said, now being hurt, it's just kind of opened Tibbs' eyes to another scenario, another situation that might be better for the team. So if I were Peyton, I'd be a little bit shook because, you know, yeah. you lose yeah. your spot in your man's heart. It's hard to get it back. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. I'm not worried. Now, yeah, I mean, I was worried, man. I'm, I'm it's fine, though. My name is Nancy Ellis right now. <laughs> the negative Nancy. Yeah, I'm Nancy Ellis, but I don't care. I'd rather be Nancy Ellis and be and, and be right sometimes because I still remember a few games ago where I saw Alfred Payton and Derrick Rose closing the game. Oh yeah, that was a game. That was a game. Ash wasn't here, and people's yeah, people's questioning tips. Uh, that night was kind of funny too, man. But you know, don't listen to Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it happens, man. It happens. Let, let's hear from uh, Walter from the Bronx is back. Walter, what's going on, bro? What's going on? How you feeling, man? What's good? Uh, uh, all right, that's good. I just want to say, you know, Obi looked like the scarecrow and the tin man from the Wizard of Oz. From the Wiz. I from saw Carl F.D. Towns run up on Julius Randle. Like, he want to play for us, so that's a whole nother problem. But that's all I call for. We love y'all show. Thumbs up for your boys. Appreciate it, Walter. Appreciate it, man. 
uh, you know, Obi, he was a little tentative out there. You know, he was right. he was very unselfish. I'd like to see them running some more plays for him. You know, it's the same story, bro. It's the same story. He tries hard. He's trying hard. And and defensively, I thought he I thought he was a little bit more together tonight. Yeah. <sighs> it's just it's gonna it's just gonna be a tough adjustment, man. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. We just gotta it take it game by game. Game by I, game. <laughs> I just don't know. I I just don't know what we're gonna do with Obi. I just don't know. I I can't yeah. see the future on this one. Normally, uh, normally I'm able to kind of, you know, gauge it in some perspective. I'm I'm able to gauge it in some aspects. You know where it's gonna be, what it's gonna look like. I'm I'm lost in this Obi situation. Yeah, I have no idea. I can tell you what I think is gonna happen, but yeah, I, yeah I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> like yeah. I'm so confused with Obi. I'm very confused. I can tell y'all. I can tell you what, what, y'all, what I think is gonna happen, but y'all might okay, not like it. Tell me. Y'all might not like it. Y'all might not be ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> y'all might not be ready for what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> y'all might not be ready for that. I'm ready. Tell me what's gonna happen. I can very likely see Obi being moved with a pick or something to bring another person in here. I can see that. I happening. mean, maybe next year. Maybe next year. That's yeah. certainly possible. I wouldn't doubt that. And that's what they should do. That's what yeah. they should do. If it, if, if it brings back something that's going to upgrade the team, sure. You don't have loyalty. Listen, we love the kid. He's a homegrown kid. But you're going to be able to upgrade the team without hurting yourself too, too much. And you got to put in a future pick. You got to do what you got to do. The way Julius is playing right now, if you could bring in an upgrade in talent. Exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Listen, I told you from the beginning, this was a mistake. But we're going to give him some patience anyway. We're going to yeah. give him some patience anyway. Because long term, they're not going to be out on the court together for for long stretches of a game. That's never going to happen. It's never no. going to happen. So, with his limited minutes, he's going to have to show show up. You know, put out and and show up. And, and I don't know. See how it goes, man. I don't know if it was a hundred percent a mistake. I think it's still too soon to make that call. But I do feel like, obviously, look, it's unfortunate for Obi. There's a lot of things stacked in you know, against him in this season. You know, obviously no summer league, the training camp situation, there's no practices. I mean, there's a lot of things that are stacked in, not in favor of Obi's development. So I will give him that, that he hasn't had the easiest rookie season. Then he was injured. There's a lot of things going on that probably, if things were normal, if this was a normal season, he would not be dealing with this. And we probably, possibly could be seeing a different Obi right now. But that's not where we are. That's neither here nor there. Where we are is this moment in time. And it's about how do you take with what take what you have and make do with it and right. kind of help yourself in a sense. And right. I just don't know. Tibbs clearly, it seems, I don't know if it seems like that to anybody else, but Tibbs clearly has zero patience for him. Like, it just comes across. You got to be ready. You got to be ready. This is Tibbs. Yeah, this is Tibbs. annoying. You got to, you know, 19 points tonight, most of it in garbage time. You got to be ready. IQ is ready to go from day one. He's in there. He's playing like a vet. He's in there with the vets. OB, again, we're not going to go with the training wheels, man. You're going to get a couple minutes. Yeah. At the at the earliest sight of distress, you're out. Even, yep. even when you're playing well, you're out of there. Because yep. him and your all-star MVP play the same position. They're never going to be out there on the court for long periods of time because defensively, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to burn out Randall at the five, and Obi's just not right there. He's just not there on the defensive end. Um, so, you know, mistake might be might be a stretch. But all I'm saying is back to our original conversation, there were other positions of need. Teams with depth yeah. do that with, with Randall and Obi. Teams yeah. with needs – 
You go get Halliburton, you go get Vassell. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You could have gotten you could have had Halliburton and quickly and still been straight. Yeah. To, to Obi's defense though, I don't know if part of the fact that IQ was ready to go from day one has to do with he comes from one of the best conditions, one of the best programs in the country. Obi does not come from that. Yes, he's played more college years than IQ, but he doesn't come from yeah. that level of a program. So that makes a big difference in a player's development. And essentially, you know, IQ kind of already did his rookie NBA season. Kentucky is no joke. I mean, the yeah. guys that come out of there are ready to go from the jump. So well, see, that's not 100% fair to say, but one of the strong selling points of Obi was that he was supposed to be NBA. He was supposed to be ready. But to IQ's credit, IQ plays at a position of need for us in an area of yeah. strength for uh, of weakness in terms of being a th- his three-point prowess at the guard exactly. position. We didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? So o- Obi's a redundant piece for Randall right now. And again, yeah. because he doesn't give you that flexibility, he's, he's not a typical stretch four. He's not a stretch five. He's not a lockdown defender by any chance. You're going to get them in, in limited time frames right now. Exactly. And that's going to be the challenge. And then, and the other part of that, too, is Julius is 26. Yeah. So, like, you're going to get, like, I'm thinking, I'm, at this point, I'm ready to say it's real. And it's going, I feel like it's going to be real, especially if you have Tom Thibodeau and these Kentucky guys here coaching. Um, I, I don't think they're going to let him slack up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like it's going to be real. And it's like people scour the league for a guy who can shoot over 40 times of three plus post up. Plus, um, make everybody else better. Plus, you know, do all these things that Julius is doing. Like people, cra- people crave that on their team. Yeah. So I like, and so for us, if we trade him away, that that's saying that we think Obi can at least do that bare minimum. But it's like if we don't think Obi can be that level, or if we think it's a chance he might not be, it might not even be smart to keep. Obi long time. But I think I think with the Obi situation, it was two things. One, I mean, look at how long it took Julius Randle to kind of get into his own as a player. I mean, right. we're expecting Obi to kind of do that after four years in college and not even a big university. It's not like he went to a basketball. So, I mean, the biggest name that came out of that school was what, Steph Curry? I mean, you can't really name. Yeah, Obi went to Dayton. Steph went to Davidson. Day- oh, Dayton's yeah, Ohio. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, Davidson. So, wait, who's the biggest person to come out of Dayton? Right. And, and that, it's not even. That's not even. It's not, it's not the biggest program in. But on right. top of that, Julius Randle's previous season with the Knicks was not what we expected. So I think you know the front office is looking at it from was looking at it from a perspective like they had no idea what Julius Randle was going to be. They had no mm-hmm. idea that this is what he was going to look like coming into this season. So they kind of drafted what they thought the future was going to be. And it's just unfortunate that so many different things, so many different scenarios and, you know, things were to his detriment and his de- to his development. It's just not – it just messed everything up. The, the only difference is Julius really didn't have a person that was really blocking him with yeah. the Lakers. You know what I mean? He started a lot of games with the Lakers. This is a different situation here. You yeah. know, and, and he, I don't think this kid is going to get the chance – to really get those minutes to re- to really be effective. So let's see. Let's see what the future holds, man. But first off, he's in the dunk contest Sunday. We root for him, and, and we keep it going. Is that official? Man. Yeah, yeah. Woj made it official today. They made it official today. Obi in the dunk contest, yeah. Yes, sir. Um, if, he's, if he wins that thing. <laughs> yeah, you hope so, right? So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up on for your squad. Let's salute some people in the chat before we get to the phones. Nathaniel Fazilov, team hashtag new. What's going on? Um, everybody in team hashtag new, we definitely appreciate you. Ash, who you want to shout out in the chat tonight? Uh, 
Um, I want to shout out. Let's see. Um, Kevin. Kevin K said John Gruden was probably the biggest person to come out of OB school. I yeah. don't even know who that is, but that's funny. Um, let's see. Shout out to everybody. Just ha- put, put where you're from, really. I just want to shout out everyone rocking with us. We have over 22, almost 2,300 people in the chat right now. Shout out to Chuck D, always in here. Always sending us good vibes on Twitter after the show and always watching. Shout out to Winston Ellis, always in here, saying OB okay. is athletic. He'll be fine. Shout out to Junior Karoma saying that, telling me to preach. I listen. I'm not Jay Boogie, but I try my best. And just shout out to all of Knicks Nation. Yeah. I, I appreciate you. And BMC times 24 says, shout me out, Ash. I'm a simp. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> simp Fan TV, loud and proud. If you guys are in Simp Fan TV, leave us a hashtag Simp Fan TV. It's okay. You're in a safe space. Let's oh tell you know in here. All right? It's all good, man. This is a safe space. We This is a judgment-free zone. We don't judge you, man. Just go ahead and leave a hashtag Simp Fan TV in the chat. And hit that thumbs up. JL, go ahead, bro. I'm judging you. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> judging you out loud, not even quietly. I'm judging you. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my fake cousin Winston Ellis, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to, I saw my boy Rodney Sandin. That's my real. That's my real friend in real life. Shout out to you, Rodney mm-hmm. Sandin. First lady sports. Shout out to you, Queens villain. I know. I, I know. I saw my boy in here, Young Simon. Yeah. Hey, hey, there you go. It's bounce back. It's bounce back. Right. It's bounce back. Shout out to you. Everybody who represents Nick Fan TV, Nick Time Show, Ashley Moss, and everybody who rocks. Yes. Larry Medina says, uh, great pregame clubhouse, Ash. Ash was in clubhouse with the Knicks chat holding it down heavy, so great job on that. Definitely mm-hmm. great job on that. We have uh, Richie Rich checking in, Jamaica Queens in the building. Nick Kakalovsky checking in from Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah, New Ooh. Zealand and Australia are heavy in here, man. Yeah, New Zealand and Australia rep us heavy in here. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, Rob Clark checking in from Queens. Appreciate you, Rob. We got Sharice Duncan, Uptown Harlem World. How you feeling? Jaime Hernandez, Tucson, Arizona in here. Let's go. Queens villain. Salute to Queens, man. Speaking of Queens, we got to throw a hashtag 14 in the chat. Today is the six-year anniversary of Anthony Mason's passing, man. True warrior, one of my favorite Knicks, no doubt about it. Um, salute to Mace, rest in peace. And uh, I got something coming on, on that front this week as well, so stay tuned for that. And, uh, yeah, man, tough, tough loss. February 28th, 2015, we lost Mace. Had the pleasure of meeting him back in the day in 2014 before he passed away at Class 1 and died. So everybody throw a hashtag 14 in the chat. For Mace, and uh, yeah, man, tough, tough loss, tough loss. One of our OGs passed away, man, so salute to Mace for sure. And to everyone in the chat, I was joking about not knowing who John Gruden was. It was sarcasm. It was sarcasm. It yeah. wasn't, it was a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're a Cowboy fan. You got to know Gruden, chill. Like, come on. It was a joke. Everyone John Gruden. Come on now. That's for sure. Let's go to Vietnam. Greg, what's going on? Hey, guys, what's up? What's going on? How you feeling, bro? What's going on in Vietnam today, man? Good morning, bro. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's right about the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing good. I just wanted to say, hey, man, we, we above 500, man, and that's great. We got an all-star. Um, I want to say a personal thank you to you, CP, because um, I couldn't even call a few days ago because I was emotional seeing you at the Garden talking to fans after the game. Because I know it was only 2,000 fans in there, but... Um, it was live. You know, it not to live, get way man. too into it, but 
obviously COVID has been bad around the world, but it's been worse in some places like America. And for instance, in like Vietnam and New Zealand, we've handled COVID very well mm-hmm. and don't want to get into it. But the long, long story short is Vietnam has closed their borders to foreigners, mm-hmm. which means I could go to the United States and visit my family and my nephews and cousins and brother and everybody I miss and go to the garden. Mm-hmm. But then I wouldn't be able to get back in. Wow. You know what I mean? So this is the longest I haven't been to the States in two years now. It's not going to happen this summer, maybe by Christmas. So for the expats who are abroad, you know, watching and listening to your channel, seeing people out and about actually at a game yeah. was really inspiring because it means maybe at least you're on your way. America's on its yeah, way hopefully. to getting the lockdown on COVID and then we can, you know, go home and, and visit. Hopefully, man. You know, so I just wanted to say the power of media and image and photography and video is important. Yeah, I hear you, man, and hopefully, I, I definitely appreciate the sentiments. Hopefully, you could get you could get back home, man, and see your peoples for sure. Man, definitely, for real. And um, and on and to to move on, like the last time I was in in Rochester, New York, my hometown, at my alma mater, McCoy Jesuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching Isaiah um, Isaiah Stewart play in high school. You know the um, the forward from uh, Detroit today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's from my he's from my high school, and it's another you might have heard of McCoy Jesuit because that's also where Jeff Van Gundy coached. Mm-hmm. So Jeff Van Gundy coached when I was a freshman and sophomore there. Okay, that, that's what's up. Yeah, and Isaiah Stewart had a good game today, man. He's, he's definitely he's, tough, physical. I definitely could have seen him playing for the Knicks, man, or getting drafted by the Knicks. Stewart had a good game today. He's tough. He I like him. Stood out for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was. Yeah, I was. I was hoping he 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 would we'd get him in the second round. But anyway, um, last thing I wanted to say is um, I kind of disagree with you guys. On tr- if we can get Drummond, as long as we don't have to give up too much for him, because. Drummond is like 17, 15, two or three assists and a block in his sleep. Um, if we could get him, start him, and then have uh, Noel as a backup or Mitch when he gets back, I think that would be good. Um, I don't think – I think him and Randall could work well together. It wouldn't be like a Eddie Curry and um, Zach Randolph situation where they both sat down up under the basket because Randall does a lot of his work out of the mid-range and he shoots threes. Because I don't know if you remember, man, Drummond ate Mitch up. Didn't he have like 30 and 30 against us or something? Yeah, he did. He bodied so him. So if we he could him. give up a little bit to get somebody like Drummond, because the bottom line is we like number one in defense, and we still like we like the top five worse in offense. So mm-hmm. we need some scoring. Uh, we need some scoring from the five. And, um, yeah, it's good, it's good to see um, every Frank getting some time. But all you Frank fans, um, you know how Tibbs is. If uh, once Peyton is healthy after the All Star break, Peyton might be might be back in there. All right. So I just want to say thanks, yeah. good job, and um, I was hoping if you guys could do a report on the on, on the G League, man, because uh, we got a lot of stuff going on down there. So hopefully you yeah. can like interview somebody or somebody in there. Yeah, right? yeah, we'll get it going, Later, man. man. Thanks. Appreciate it, Greg. Appreciate it, Greg. I forgot the guy's name, JLS, that we had. We, we did the yeah, G report last year. About, yeah. um, I'll hit him up. We'll, we'll definitely get him in there, no doubt. Let's go to um, let's go to Israel, Ike. What's going on, man? What, how you doing, bro? Hey, hey guys. Hey, how you doing? Good afternoon. It's good morning. Evening for you guys. Yeah, I, I, I wake. I love your show. I wake up every every morning, two in the morning, watching nice. Vicks and then listen to you guys afterwards. 
So I uh, appreciate it from the other side of the world. Uh, I just wanted to um, talk about Obi Toppin. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What's, so, your, what's um, your point on Obi, man? So I like the personalities of uh, so I, I like the personalities of of the Knicks players. And if you look at Obi Toppin at every stage, he's always been like a late bloomer. Yeah, we were told he was like NBA ready. But, like, you know, his high school, he didn't start dunking till late. Then he went to prep school. And then even his first, you know, he redshirted. And, you know, and eventually he, you know, he got better. Mm-hmm. And what I like about the, the Knicks, the, the young guys, they're hard workers. Um, so I think it will be good. But I also don't think he's competing with Randall. I, I see it. The Knicks have this guy on um, on his rookie contract. The Knicks have set a power forward, a backup power forward, um, for the next four years. You know, it might not be, the game is a little bit. Maybe fast burn, but uh, okay, he'll be, he'll be good. I think. Yeah, I think. Listen, he he's not he's not hurting you being on the team, JLs. You know what I'm saying? He's no, not hurting I, you being on the team. It's understanding what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not that he's hurting you being on the team. The issue is that how much are you really gonna see his his ceiling be actualized, or or how how high can he really go That'd when be. technically he's got a roadblock in front of him. Yeah, it it just doesn't, and it doesn't seem like again that they're going to be sharing much court time together. Yeah, I don't doubt that he'll be good. Right, it's, that's not what I'm saying. It's just that I'm not sure if he'll be good here because of the personnel that we have here already. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I I think if he's moved, I think if we move him, it would suck because it's going to be one of those things where, like, he I feel like he's going to blossom if he gets the road if he gets the roadway to get the minutes and to get the playing time. I feel like he's going to blossom for sure. But with Julius Randle here, it's not. I don't know if that's going it's to be difficult. Happen. Yeah. It's a difficult situation right now. But um, listen, we hope, hope the best for Obi, man. Uh, every time he comes in, I'm I'm waiting for him to break out. I'm waiting for him to shine. I'm waiting for him to dunk on somebody. I'm waiting for him to attack the basket, draw some fouls. How many free throw attempts did Obi have tonight? How many? I don't think he had any. Did he? None. Yeah. Zero. Come yeah. on, man. It's Run some plays awful. for the game. It's also like Obi looks like he's about to do something and then it, it doesn't do. It kind of reminds yeah. me of like Cam Newton now. How like Cam Newton looks like he's about to just throw a freaking bullet down into the end zone yeah. and then he slings his arm back and the ball goes like three yards. Like, yeah, it's just, it's like it, womp, it, womp, it, womp. It, it like revs you up <laughs> and then it, it doesn't it doesn't deliver. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost there, but it's not there. You I'm know? not gonna. I'm not gonna kill him either because it's not like he's getting a, a bunch of minutes. Like there was a stretch yeah. where he played well for these few minutes, and the minutes he played today with Randall and the rest of these guys. Like he, first of all, he played more minutes today, but he played a lot of those minutes with Randall, and and it's like I feel like he didn't know where to be on the floor because yeah. it's not it, it's, post it's early, it's it's new, it's new. For yeah. Him. So he's so there's half of the minutes he's spending with his regular squad, and half of the minutes he, he's figuring out how to play with like people he usually doesn't play with. So I'm but also even... but also let's be real. Every time he was looking for the ball for Randall, he was clearing it out on him. Every time yeah. Julius was was moving him away. He wasn't even giving him the ball. They don't give him the ball. They don't run plays for him, bro. That's and, and that's what I'm saying. Like his job is stand in the corner. In the corner. <laughs> and when if Randall the play breaks the down, you'll get your dunk or you'll get your rainbow three on. That's yeah. it. When Randall's in the game he's the corner guy because like I said if, if we're gonna post Randall versus post Obi who are you posting? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you much rather post uh, uh, Julius. O- Obi can't post up uh, Ish Smith right now. Right. So that's going to be his role with him, uh, with Randall in the game. He- he's going to be the spot up three guy garbage yeah. man. 
Yeah. Here's the thing with Obi though, and it's it, it sometimes it just is what it is. He's got to be aggressive because yeah. Tibbs is not going to hand him anything. If you know the touches that he does get, he has to make the most of them. It's as simple as that. And even with the touches, the few touches that he does get, he doesn't always make the most of them. He looks like he's about to. Oh crap! Sorry. Sometimes he doesn't play his side. He he yeah. goes up soft. He allows himself to get bullied in the paint. And here's the thing. If you want more minutes, you're not going to be able to get them in a practice because there are no practices. You weren't going to be able to showcase you deserved them in the summer league because there was no summer league. You're not going to be able to show, you know, you can get them throughout the entirety of a game because you only play a limited amount of minutes. So when you do get the minutes that you have, you got to make the most of them. Yeah, make the most of it. That's it. Yeah, but going to play you more, and that and that's on Obi. Obi's in control of that. That's on nobody but him, and he's not doing what he can do to help himself. Also, and some of the blame has to go on him. Gotcha. And I, I even can't, I even can't kill him for that because, like, right now, as the offense is constructed with the second unit, it's it's uh. It's IQ. It's like it's IQ, IQ and Burks. They're not running plays for him. Yeah, it's IQ and Burks taking turns, pull up three, uh, pull up three, pull up three, pick and roll, pull up three. Eventually, sometimes you'll get a, a post for Obi in a corner. Yeah, a post for Obi in a, a in a three for Obi. Like Facts. they're not doing pick and roll for Obi as Obi as a, a finisher out of Amari. At all. Amari. At all. No, bro. Yo, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating. Because yeah. listen, I'm okay with IQ's play. Of course, he's been he's been a a, a bright surprise this year. He was forcing it tonight. He was forcing it tonight with the floaters. Mm-hmm. You know, he got lucky with that with the with the three that um, that you know when Isaiah Stewart he called yeah. Isaiah Stewart he called him lacking or the refs called him. But you know, I thought IQ was forcing a lot out there. Like run some pick and roll for Obi, man. Feed it to him. Listen, let him yeah. David O in the chat just said it best. He's hungry, but he's afraid to eat. You got to eat. Yeah. Obi. That's yeah. the only way that Tim is gonna feed you more. You got to eat what you're given. Yeah. You can't be afraid to. Chow down on the food that you do have. If you want seconds and thirds and fourths and fifths, go out there and show them why you were going, why in your scouting report you were NBA ready. Go That's out there. And show them. You come from this. Your dad was one of the best street ball players in New York. You come from yeah, this. Man. Go out there, channel that inner New York street ball energy and play like big body. Stop playing scared. Like That's, you want. To I want to see the kid do so well, man. I want, I want to see the kid do so well, no doubt, man, for for sure. So we'll, we'll stay patient. You know, right now the team is clicking, and and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully Obi's time will come. But somebody tonight is going to win a snapback or the Scully, whatever you choose, right now. Right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. We're about to pick the winners. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. How many likes we got, Ash? How many likes? We have are, are, you, are you satisfied with our like count tonight? I feel like we need to hit at least 1.5. You know, I just... We're at 1370? I feel like we're at 1300 likes. We got 2100 people in the chat. The math's not adding up. It's not adding up. I feel like... I don't know. I'm not feeling it. It's kind of pedestrian right now. Yeah, I feel like we can do better. So I'm going to... All right, let's hold off. Let's hold off. And let's go to the closer for the night. Um, We're going to go to my guy Papa Left in the building. Papa Left, how you feeling, bro? Well, let's let's calm down. I'm not yeah. the closer. Jay Boogie's the for the closer. night. I said for the night. I, yeah, yeah, I said, I said <laughs> for the night. I said for the night. For the for the night. For the night. Let's Jay Boogie's not here. If there's Armando Benitez <laughs> and the guy who said uh, Randall's needs to change his hairstyle would be Armando Benitez. <laughs> yeah, first, and first. Mo Rivera would be Boogie. Let's hope I land in like 
the Francisco Rodriguez, yeah. Trevor Hoffman. A little area. Billy Wagner, a little Billy and Wagner. Then, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You know, um, yeah. yeah, man, I just, I think this channel is amazing. I think that one of the bright spots of COVID has been this platform that's leveled out people on the same channel, whether it be celebrity, Mr. Make his cash stretch longer than giraffe next hundred dollar super chat Lloyd yeah. Banks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but seeing well, the Knicks fans all the way down in CPAC territory in Mississippi, going all the way out to Iowa the last week, then we had Vietnam regulars, Israel, and uh, most importantly, I want to shout out all the Knicks fans and the only living, breathing basketball fans in the borough of Brooklyn, mm-hmm. because that is where. I love Knicks fans the most because this is our city, that's, and that is also our borough. So I definitely want to shout out all the Knicks fans in Brooklyn. Y'all just mm-hmm. visiting. Um, <laughs> definitely. And uh, I want to make a couple points um, about tonight. Um, stats have to be the most deceptive thing mm-hmm. in our world right now. When you, when Mike Breen said uh, the Knicks five years ago were 20 and 20, and then a year they were 20 and 20 under Jeff Hornacek, yeah. and I believe he said we were 22 and 22 under Derek Fisher, I almost lost my mind because I I don't, I just I don't even seem to believe like that could have been a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he mentioned that this team seems different, and Clyde mentioned that the defensive intensity is where they're where their foundation lies. And Clyde, yeah. you know, shout out to Clyde this year. Um, this guy is just amazing. Like, he's he's still adding so much value to the game. Like, you may think that Clyde is getting old and he may be repetitive, but it's underrated how those repetitive phrases, he just, at sidebar, Clyde is amazing. Um, but it is true. Like, this year is not going to fall apart because we have to – foundation of defense wherever we lack on offense every mm-hmm. night you know if we come out soft he's going to call time out we're going to make sure that we can stay in as many games as possible mm-hmm. um and also another step is that julius randall averaged 20 points last year and this year he is averaging one bucket more at 22 mm-hmm. and that's also just mind-boggling because if you look at the variety of julius randall's game this year compared to last year, what he's doing on the court, the timing, the absolute mastery and control of where he wants to go with the ball. He's even doing when he's he wants. put in a position late in the shot clock today to shoot a three, the confidence that he has from three, it's just night and day. It's absolutely incredible. Um, and the, the word of tonight's game as a Knicks fan calling into Knicks fan TV is hypothetical because we blew out the Pistons but we have PTSD, so we still have to create hypothetical scenarios to make an interesting call. So since tonight was a complete destruction of the Detroit Pistons, and there was that little moment where Dennis Smith blocked D. Rose and we had our little psycho moment, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he faded away and we won the game. So the hypothetical thing that I'm kind of freaked out about or upset about is – Tibbs, even when we're losing by 15 or 20 with two minutes left. Yeah. It was a, it was a tonight we're winning yeah. by 15, 20 points with two minutes left. It's just it, – it's kind of strange that he gives the quick hook too quickly. Um, 
But even late in the game, we can't get Knox in the game. We can't get Obi in the game. We can't get Frank in the game. Um, and I, I'll point back to the to the Knicks-Cavs preseason game where we came back. That was an all-youth lineup. Mm-hmm. And it seems like our youth kind of plays, weather to, plays better together because there's like an unknown ranking leadership and they kind of – feel like more comfortable to play to their strengths Mm -hmm. and more comfortable to make mistakes. But I really would like to see the young guys play a little bit more, especially whenever there's an opportunity where the risk is that low when you're up by 20. But this just goes to show that going forward, and I'll let you guys talk about this, the risk of Tom Thibodeau trying to cap his career with a championship while grooming a roster that's pretty much has its value in its use and its assets, at what point is Tibbs going to push with Leon Rose and Wes to jump the gun? And because we are ahead of schedule, that is yeah. creating, you know, down the line, this is the hypothetical, you know, how I want you guys to talk about. Ah, it's so tough yeah. because we love yeah. the guys, we love the young guys, but yeah. it almost seems like Tibbs it's going to happen, bro. It's going to happen, man. I appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate the call. It's going to happen eventually. I think after this draft, it's going to come. You're going to get three more picks coming in. Whether they field all three, we'll see. But it's yeah. going to happen, bro. It's going to come soon. And and they should. If they feel like, okay, that they can make the deal that they can make, that it's not going to kill this team, go ahead. I'm okay with that, Jails. You got to pay to play, man. You got to roll the dice in the NBA, but it's got to be for the right play, and it's got to be for the right piece. Yeah, Knicks. We're Knicks fans. We're caught in this PTSD middle where we've made moves like this in the past, and it's came back to haunt us. So it's really difficult for us to like um, kind of survey the situation and realize when is it good to actually use the picks and when it isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and, and I think that's the because we, we we just keep going back to the the, the mellow the mellow trade and the 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 um oh what's what's uh, Antonio McDice trade mm-hmm. and yeah, like all these and trades. every other trade in the last every other years, trade they all yeah. been terrible <laughs> even can, even when we brought Marcus Camby and Jason Kidd here I feel like man we really gave up all those picks for Marcus Camby and Jason Kidd even though I loved them when he was here for the 54, 54 win yeah. team. I just feel like we we continue to just give up too many assets all the time, and it's kind of the. It's, I'm still. I think we're still trying to figure out when is a good time to pull the trigger and when it isn't. Mm. But one of the players that people are, are, I mean, Knicks fans definitely keep throwing the name around, and it's no secret that you know he hasn't been happy in Sacramento, and he's been looking for other teams, and Knicks are apparently one of the teams reportedly consistently on his list, but he healed as a name that's constantly thrown around that probably wouldn't cost you an excessive amount. Um, and also, I mean, just got the notification that he became the fastest player in NBA history to reach a 1,000 three-pointers made in just 350 games. So he's a shooter for real. The Knicks need shooters. What kind of what would you be willing to part with for a player of that caliber that's still relatively young? I think he's only twenty seven, twenty eight years old. So yeah. that would be a smaller deal, though. Yeah, you know what it is for him, buddy. He like I go back and forth with him because he's supposed to be just a, a big three point shooter, and he's having another down year. Like it's funny because yeah, his percentage tricky part, man. Is he is it down. a down year or is he self sabotaging? So <laughs> well, you better. You hope it's part. not the latter because you hope when he comes here that he that he's on his p's and q's. You know what I'm saying? 
Now I agree with you. Like he's had this, he had this phenomenal stretch where he's hitting over forty percent from three for this many years, and he's like, all right, this is the guy we want. But then, if if his role is a little bit lessened, is he going to give you that same effectiveness? Because that's what I think. Was, yeah. That's what yeah. I think is happening right now. His role is diminished a little bit, and because he's not getting the touches he has, his mm-hmm. percentage mm-hmm. is dropped. And when he's here, he yes, he's going to be a gunner, but I don't think we're going to need him to be a gunner with like that much volume with him having the ball in his hand. He's going to be more of a catch and shoot guy only and if that's the case like is he going to be effective for us for the amount of money he's going to cost and that's the, the question with buddy hill i've had i've gone back and forth i've, I've been yay and nay on buddy hill like it's, three different times this season off season it's <laughs> so hard gauging players who are clearly unhappy in their situation yeah like you you can see the way a player plays and performs in a situation that he's happy in and then mm-hmm. obviously it trades and things like that transpire afterwards but you saw them in a space where they actually enjoyed playing with a team in a city that they are it's always hard to kind of gauge what a player wants or what a player would be able to contribute rather to a team when he's in a situation that they do not want to be in and that's always something that's always been hard for me to gauge I mean it's not everybody's like a you know a Bradley Beal who you know has such a loyalty to the Washington Wizards that although they're a sinking ship he just refuses to jump I mean a lot of players you you can see it in their mannerisms, in their body language, and the, their performance when they really want out. And it's hard mm-hmm. because that's usually the only time you're really able to kind of, you know, that's the only time trade talks and, and swaps and those conversations even transpire. But that's the only performance that people remember. It's a, NBA fans have very short-term memory. So it's a very odd time to be I think I think what Popolef is referring to, I think it's a Beal-type trade. Oh, you no. Know, at what point they get – where they're going to package up multiple assets, multiple assets for a guy that can really change the trajectory of this team, right. not just make the playoffs but make noise in the playoffs in in ninety seconds in conjunction with what you have in tandem with Randall. You don't want to trade RJ. You want to bring this person in with RJ, with Randall, with Mitch, right? So at what point? Or do you have enough depth in in draft capital in 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 salary cap that you can package that up, make a trade for a guy like that, and still be good money to keep competing, and, I don't and, think and, and really able, start making noise? I don't think you're able to keep those guys if you go after a Bradley Beal. That's the thing. Not all of them. Not all yeah. of them. And then also with the Bradley Beal situation, let's say hypothetically you do right, and you you clean house and you trade away draft capital and you trade away future picks and things like that for a Bradley Beal, right? Yeah. Then essentially it's kind of the situation that he was in in Washington when John Wall was out and it was really just him and that team. You're not surrounding him with any supporting players because you have to get rid of a big chunk of them to get him in the first place. You're kind of just yeah. moving him from a situation that it was just basically on his back to perform and to bring the team into the playoffs. You're just moving him into a different city. I think that if you do, you need more, you would need, it would cost too much to go after a Bradley Beal that I just don't think the Knicks are in the position where they have to win right now. That's more of a move you make when yeah. you have a bunch of guys on your team that their window is starting to close. So you trade away all your young guys. You basically clean house because you know that you only have a small window of opportunity to win with the vets that you are on your team. And you know that if you don't win, you're going to be in a rebuilding era anyway. If you do win, you're going to be in a rebuilding era anyway. But the Knicks are in the opposite situation. They're not expected to win anything big. So they are in their rebuilding era, but they're now towards 
the middle of it where it's not you're not at step one anymore. Right. Now you're hunt of things. So you have to be really careful about how you're maneuvering. Right? I, I think I think you, you go another year, you draft, you keep all those picks, you draft them. You know they're gonna pick players that are ready now, right now, you know, no projects. And you see what this team looks like with another free agency year, another draft year. You see where they end up. If they make the playoffs this year, do they take another step next year? And then you make your move. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think, and then you make your moves. You see where you're at. Yeah, I think it's a combination of that or, and, and um, you know, disgruntled. Because the, the, the key part of the star start is a disgruntled star. Because when it's a disgruntled star, sometimes they're, like, they're worth this, but then they're trying to get out so the, the – the price tag drops. Yeah, they diminish their value. Diminish their they value. Diminish their so, value, no doubt. So I think it's a, I think it's a combination of if it's a disgruntled star, maybe it's not going to cost you three first round, maybe it costs you one or two. Then, and it, but it's a guy who's going to make a difference and it fits the time on the team. Then, then, then maybe it'll make sense. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a fan of trading the house when you have a young team. I'm just not a fan of it. I think it's irresponsible. I just don't. You know, it, it's I, I don't I don't know I'm not a fan of it unless you're gonna get LeBron James, D Wade, and Chris Bosh. It just all depends, man. As he said, it's yeah. hypothetical. It's super. It's, hypothetical. it's all hype. It's hard because you know what it is too. It's like how fast are the guys you're drafting developing? How, like, how fast? Exactly. Like like it, it depends. Yeah. It's timelines too, right? Yeah, it it's timelines because if you have Julius Randle. Who's, who's coming along? You have R.J. Barrett. You feel like you might take the next step. Then you start to see, okay, what's the timeline now? Are we still in the timeline to groom a guy who's going to draft this season? Unless the draft, the guy is like already ready, like or close to being ready, like maybe a quick who can already contribute right off the, the gate, even though he's not like you know a, a guy who's a starter starter. But if you yeah, draft guys yeah. like that, that's different. But you know, so it, it, it's a lot to consider because a lot to consider, yes, you want, yes, you want to draft guys, and yes, you want to groom guys long term. But you also have to consider timelines of the guys that are here already if, if you're trying to make moves. So it's a, yeah, it's a, right. I just I just don't believe in trading your assets. I mean, why can't if you make a, if you build a team with the assets that you do have and you build a team that players want to come to, free agents will find you. You don't have to go out of your way to make these massive moves to trade and get other players. The players will find a way to you. I just don't think you have to trade your assets. To get you can, there's another way to the same destination. It, it depends, though, man. It depends. You got to pay to play. Toronto did it. You roll the dice. They brought in a guy that they had no idea whether he was going to stay there, and he didn't. And he, he won him a championship. Sometimes you got to do that, as you got to pay to play. All these guys that you, that you draft and you groom may not all turn out to be great players. Some may yeah. be good. Some may be trash. Some may be traded along the route. You know. Just because you build it and, and you maintain in flexibility doesn't mean you're going to put something competitive on the floor. This is the NBA. It's a star-driven league. Even yeah, like, with 18 and 17, we're celebrating one game over 500. But what's a good what what is what good is a star player on a team with yeah. no support? Well, we don't we don't know though. That that's the thing. We got to figure it out. That's what I'm saying. You got to continue building and see yeah. if you can still keep a, a, a nice portion of that supporting cast. And and trading off some, but still keep your same trajectory. Same trajectory. This yeah, is you, what you next. try to keep. You try to keep your core together as much. Yes, as possible. you try to keep your core together as much as possible. But you know, understanding that some some are gonna be gone. All these guys are not gonna be here. You know, you have salary cap, you have roster space. All these guys that they draft are not gonna be on this team. So right, some like, are gonna get traded regardless. 
Yeah, and I think, and and that's why you move some of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if we, if we have all these second round and, and first round picks coming in, all of them are not going to be able to play. Right. And that's and that's the reality of it. So that so that that's when you start to think when you, you try to okay maybe I'll I'll trade two picks to go up a spot. Like maybe you start thinking like that, or I'll trade a pick and a guy who has potential for like you start to think like that to build out your team. But it's 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 a balance. There's no there's no really one good answer. No, it's no it's no perfect routes. And we talking talking hypotheticals. But I'm saying yeah. you got to pay to play. Lakers package up everything, all the young pieces, and get and got it for 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 Anthony Davis because they knew LeBron was a game changer even and he was going to deliver it for him. Even if you look at the teams that have done that, you look at what the Heat did with the big three. I mean, mm-hmm. they were terrible for years. They went mm-hmm. ahead and they were able to secure all those players. They basically cleaned house won a couple of championships, and then you were in a situation where you started from ground zero again. And mm. the difference is is that I don't think the Knicks are in the position – I think the Knicks are in a better position than the Heat were when they went ahead and made that movement because they have players that have a lot of potential. They have players that I think are going to be part of this franchise for the long run. And the unfortunate thing would be to go ahead and move that – before you see what it can do and prematurely make moves that can go ahead and jeopardize the trajectory that you are headed in. Because, listen, if you trade away your assets, then you better hope that you win a championship yeah. in the next few years. Because if you don't, you're back from the beginning. You're back starting yeah. all that's, over. That's the game. That's, you're what right. you're that's what happened with the Brooklyn Nets. Traded away all their assets. That's the old-ass Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Were way over in the luxury, and what happened? Not a damn thing. They had to start yeah. all over again. Yeah, you're not, you're not talking about trading all of your players yeah. for like thirty uh, for like forty year olds. Like no, 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 no. Yeah, that's different. But, and, even, but what they're doing right now is different. Let me give you the Brooklyn Nets now. If those guys don't win in the next few years, they're in the same yeah. situation. Not right, right. right but it's a, it's a gamble that they got to take. It. It's a gamble that I they guess. have to take because they I have mean, Katie, they have Kyrie. You know, not to speak on them, but it's a gamble that you that. If I'm a GM, I'm taking it. You got to right. take it. And for us, though, it's different. Like, for us, yeah. we talk about moves and potential moves. You just have to recognize who our core is. Like, right. if, you're, if you're looking at it, it's like, okay, well, maybe RJ is the core. He's doing well in the second year, so maybe we keep him. Maybe, you know, IQ is the core because the guy who shoots threes, you haven't had that in a while, maybe keep him. It's just figuring out who the core is and then seeing who the supplementary pieces are and then trying to move those supplementary pieces and package those for a, a, a core. Another yeah. Core. Uh, agree, man. Agree. But good chat. Great debate. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. We got to get up to 2,000. Oh, okay. We did break the 1,500. All right. So we broke the 1,500 off that, that debate alone. So let's go ahead and um, give away these snapbacks and wrap this show up. Tonight's winner is, and you're going to get to choose between the palm hat and the snap. And that winner is Troy Griffith. Big up, Troy Griffith. If you're in the chat, you're going to go home in one of these, either the Palm Scully or the Snapback. Brand new with the tags. Salute to Troy Griffith uh, for, for winning it. JL, let's go ahead and sign out, bro. All right, man. A uh, shout out to everybody who supports, man. Um, If you want to listen to or watch some KOT content, um, go to YouTube.com slash Show and watch the content that we put out over there on other, other every other day. Also, follow us on all social media. That is DKLT Show on Twitter, the Nick Time Show on Instagram. And follow us on the blog too at NickTimeShow.com. Get some merch, read the blogs, enjoy all the content in all those areas. Um, and yeah, that's it. That is our show. That's UCP and Ash. All right, Ashley. <laughs>
As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Nicole Moss. You guys can also follow my YouTube channel, All In With Ashley Nicole. I put a little collection video of the things that I've done over the past year up there. So make sure you check that out. And hit the thumbs up for that video as well. And I will be back with the guys, as usual, for the next next post game. Yes, sir. And that is Tuesday from the Alamo, Knicks in San Antonio. It's going to be an interesting battle, man. We're going to see uh, see what they're made of against a, a formidable Western Conference opponent. Should be a good game. Looking forward to it. Uh, remember, this show is available in audio podcast format. So if you miss it on YouTube, you could always catch it the next day. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all major podcast platforms on the Knicks Fan TV. For those of you that do listen on Apple Podcasts, very important if you guys leave us a review. That's how you start to climb up the charts. And we definitely appreciate you guys supporting us. So, Let's let the sports world know that this is the number one show for the fans, by the fans. Make no mistake, that is Knicks Fan TV. Shout out Troy Griffith. He's in the chat tonight. So, salute to Troy. We got John Louis, part of the Frank Hive, checking in from Paris, from Paris, France, on the late, on the on the early flight. So, good morning to John Louis, man. And uh, let's salute some of these super chats that also came in. Afrique NY says, KFTV, appreciate it. Jeffrey Vasquez says, stop the count. Salute to my Knicks fam. This year has been a great ride. I don't see us making a big trade, but we will get assets and got $15 million to play with. Hashtag Julius, hashtag the Black Messiah, Randall. Yeah, man. Salute to Jay Boogie. We didn't hear from him tonight, but uh, salute to him anyway. Big Surge, does anyone find it odd our trade ideas and player debates end up in Berman's articles? <laughs> Things that make you say, hmm. Things that make you go. <laughs> Salute to Serge. No punches pulled in the chat, man. That's why I rock with you, bro. Hey, you be the judge. You be the judge, man. G Mark, what's going on? Ten now, super chat. Appreciate it. Larry Israel once again says the most M- underrated trait in the NBA: strength. No height or length. The ability to rip and go. RJ and Julius have it. I agree with that, hundred percent. Greg film stuff. Is it too early for third team all NBA discussions for Randall? Would love to see KD's face now when the Nets win. No one cares when the Knicks win. The city feel is different. You chose the wrong squad. No yeah. doubt, man. City City was electric. Shout out my guy uh, Triple M. Bleacher Report uh, put, posted his video last night of the of the after party outside of MSG last night. So salute to him. Larry Medina says, let's hit that thumbs up on the squad. Dare I say Randall is Mello 2.0 that plays some defense. Hey, not to knock Mello, man, but yo, Randall's number one. He's in his bag offensively, and he's he's coming through on a defensive end, facilitating. I want to hate on it, but I can't. I, you can't. <laughs> you can't. How, how can I want to defend Mello, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Big Sir says, JLCO Young Simba, birthday shout out. You got that one. Definitely okay, got that. Shout out, Shout the Real to $20 Super Chat says, Imagine Knicks and Nets in the playoffs. Oof, that's going to be a tough one. Man. That's yeah. going to be a tough one. I'm going to no, talk all I the got, shit I can, I, but that's going to be tough. I want up you. What about if the Knicks actually took down the Nets in the playoffs? Oh, oh man. Sit if, on that. If, if that, that happened, <laughs> if that happened, yeah. Sit on that. What? I'm going to be annoying. I'm telling if you. That <laughs> if that happens, y'all catch me on 7th Avenue. I'm streaking down yeah. the block. I'm going to be on the marquee. 
couple laps around Madison Square. Oh, boy. SimFan TV, simmer down. Simmer down. Simmer down, SimFan The lights have gone up. Please, simmer down, SimFan TV. Simmer down. She is serious. She's very serious. I'm dead serious. That's definitely happening. Yes. Arrest me if you want, NYPD. We out. Happy this my pursuit says, have them come to us. Any player that wants to play with us and with this grit will be worth it. Can't buy chemistry and mindset. You build it. Louis B says, my favorite outtake from this three-game win streak is Frankie Smokes back in the rotation. Great W. Stay safe, safe and healthy. Louis B from Shaolin. Paul Robinson says, CP Ashley JLs, if we stay at fourth, who are you trying to play at fifth? Just play who your schedule is, man. There's no easy games. It's whoever's there, you play, and you hope they win. That's yeah, man. It, man. Too tight to call right now. Who knows? Too tight. Team. You got to see who ends Three up Three days there. from now. <laughs> yeah, you got to see who ends up there and how we match up, man. Uh, once again, Lloyd Banks, appreciate $100 Super Chat. This is MYK salute to KFTV. 100%, man. And that was followed by... Uh, Followed by Chuck D says Cats is smelling the apple now Good aroma from the microwave Get choosy, don't ruin the chemistry Shout out to Realtor once again Appreciate it, Big Johnny says you guys are the best How do you all link up? I'm still with that Mo Bamba for Knox or Frank There's a lot of people calling for that Mo Bamba stuff as well yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. See where he ends up. Man. See how he ends up. Um, we'll, we'll do the origin stories on another show. But appreciate the call. Mahir Mayer says, "Salute KFTV. What do you guys think of acquiring Mo Bamba? <laughs> he can add some space and get rim protection. Played well against the Jazz last night. Again, if you can get him on the cheap, fine. You know, we're looking for cheap deals uh, on the, on the margins. Yeah, I, I kind of like. I had a debate on my on KOT too. Was like, I, I like Mo, I like Mo Bamba. I like yeah. that. Like if I, my my thing is if you if you feel like you're not going to resign somebody, then then move them to get somebody right. else. And, and Obama to me is a guy where there's no pressure to start him over Mitch or um or Noel, so you can bring him along slowly if needed. Yeah, and he can can you bring you rim protection and possibly three point shooting um later down the line. But that's only if he's like interested in being here long term. Because it's, it's a contract. Uh, yeah, I really want to give up on my boy Kev, man. That's that's my problem, Jay. Oh, Kev. Kev is my boy, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. Like, I don't want to give up anybody either. Yeah. It's like, I like, got a it, mental it, block when they were excited when, they when, when Kev hit the floor at the garden. Yeah, yeah right? In garbage time. In garbage time. Kevin's was gonna touch. I don't think Kev. I don't think they're gonna move Kev, though, because they still have a, a year on him, you know what I mean? Right. I feel like he's. And he's from Kentucky. So you know how that is. Like, then I'm... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, young... Go against that whole Kentucky thing that I said, but that's right. okay. Right. Every dog, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, you know, an exception to every rule. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see, though, man. Um, young Simba says, am I the only person who's surprised when Julius shot doesn't go in? Hashtag lefty gang. It's becoming, like, kind of automatic, man. Gotcha. Yeah. Open $10 Super Chat. Appreciate it. Mr. William, 1072. I propose Kev. Here we go. Kev, Frank, and a number two... And L for Kyle Lowry. Raptors uh, ain't trading Kyle Lowry. Man. There's no way of doing that. Mm-mm. That's not happening. Yeah. Legal center, uh, Peyton Hive says, front office signed Peyton to be the starting point guard this year. Tibbs is starting Peyton again. Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. You got him on a one-year $5 million deal. I think he was the best of, of what you could get. And I think they're always looking to upgrade at the position. You're always looking to upgrade at the position. I don't think Peyton was, was you know, plan A by any stretch. They waited till damn near free agency was over, JLs, before they made it official yep. with him. So 
Exactly. When before it was over, they was like, ah, we'll bring you back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't see it. Lorenzo D. Yeah. yeah. Lorenzo D228 says, I'm a Knicks fan from Mississippi Gulf Coast. David Bloomberg says, salute to you guys. Let's go Knicks. I don't really want to see Frank out of the rotation when Alfred comes back. Ryan Animal Chuck D once again says, OB is, is uh, first year green. He's not a guard, so he has to figure out who he is and how he gets to rock. That's what I'm saying. and Frank need to continue to learn tips. 100%. Gotta be legend says, uh, since a $2,500 Costa Rican cologne. Says, y'all are tripping. Obi's playing behind an all star. When was the last time we had a rookie play behind an all star? Stop it. Oh, dog says, what's up with the Fulton Street knockoff likes? Let's get them likes up to, to 2000. Run it up. CPS, Shales, how about you, boy? Fat Boy kicks his man, y'all are tripping. We watched Frank for four years, Knox for three, but OB rookie season. We we're already talking about he trash. This whole take is cap. Wow. We didn't he say he was trash. Someone called him trash. It's probably the chat. The chat gets very rambunctious. Uh, it's probably in the chat. It's probably in the chat. Hold on, the I don't remember us saying that. No, nah, yeah, we didn't call uh, him trash. Did. I wanted OB. I, I was rallying for yeah. OB for six months before the draft. I'm yeah. very upset that this is the situation that we're in because this is not what I anticipated yeah. at all. Yeah, I don't think he's talking. I'm supposed to be. I don't think he's talking. It's probably the chat. It's probably the chat that uh, yeah. getting rowdy. Uh, Steve Furness says Obi will be fine. This is Julius's tryout year. No one was expecting this. That's why they drafted Obi. We gave Frank Knox three years. Obi needs time. Angel Burials appreciate it. Maurice Baker says I'm Tibbs set all day. Tibbs set. But damn, I wish he could play the younger guys a bit more. John Michael Prego says Heels teeth are too heavy. <laughs> Go Knicks. Michael Rappaport sucks. I like yeah, this guy. I, I giggled when I saw I that. I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. Pick and pop. Super chat. Appreciate it. And big surge. Appreciate it, man. All right, people. Tuesday night, Knicks versus San Antonio. Appreciate all the mods for coming through. Chuck D. Lloyd Banks, special guest in the chat. Hit that thumbs up on the free squad one more time. CP, Ashley Moss, JLs.